Welcome back, Scoundrel family. We are back at it in the saddle again, talking our favorite game, Swiggo. I'm my, as, as always, your host, Old Man Logan76. Tonight we have Ranger with us as our guest to go over all the latest and greatest and what's going on in our favorite game. And as always, there is Bob and Avant. How is everybody doing? How is, more importantly, how is everybody's Halloween? Yeah, it was awesome. Halloween was great. I had a good time. My kids, uh, we, we were a spider family. My son was Spider-Man. Daughter was Ghost Spider. And I was also Spider-Man. Full spandex suit. Very nice. Like, like the full, the whole, the oh, whole yeah. shebang. You got to zip it up from behind. Mm. Tonight, it's a little hot. Yeah, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween. Halloween's in the rear view. It's yeah, over. I don't, I don't want to wear that costume again for a little bit. I'm, I was full Beskar Mando, and I was just, oh, uh, boy. <laughs> Takes me about 30 minutes to get into that sucker, and then, you know, but, you know, same time to get out of it. And, you know, it, mm. I'm, someone, I met a lot of someone, people happy that night. Someone once interviewed Ryan Reynolds and was asking him about Deadpool. And he was talking about how awful his Deadpool suit smelled. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was pretty rank. It probably was not pleasant at well, all. Yeah, you got to get it dry cleaned and stuff because it, you, I probably sweated off five pounds at least just wearing the costume. So, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, got 45, 50 pounds of armor. Yeah. No, my uh, my kids are older. I don't have to walk around and do the trick or treating thing, though. But I do get to decorate the hell out of my place and set up my little fire pit in my driveway and hang out. Mm -hmm. I had a cider and a crock pot with caramel flavored vodka and had a mug and sat up by the fire and handed out candy and had a ball. So that nice. was that was my Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Pico, thanks for hopping in, man. Thank you for the uh the sub. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Ranger, let's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure everybody here knows who you are, but for those that maybe, you know, catch the stream later, have never heard of you, who are you? How long have you been doing content creation? What's your GP and where can people find you? Oh, is that all you want to know? Uh, well, my name's color, um, my favorite color is red. Position. I'm a cancer. I like long walks on the beach. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I drink a lot of shoeies, man, especially when the big dogs come in there and punish my ass. Um, but it's for the kids. Uh, so, God, where to begin? I've been playing this game since day one. I'm 11.2 million GP. Um, I've been content creating seven and a half years now. So, uh, since 2016, uh, over on the Rally Scoot Gamers channel, which you can check out, we are the longest running live stream on this game period you know you are. So, um so i've been doing it a long 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 time i'm a former beta tester um 
stuff like that. So, I mean, we can get into any other details you want, but yeah, I've been doing this for a long time, brother. A long time. Yes, he does. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have our current, current, yeah, current, yeah, we have a current campaign going on right now, our Tiltify campaign. So we're a third of the way there. We're trying to raise twenty-two thousand total this year, and that'll bring us to just for what we've done Tiltify for our charities, not including anything else, a hundred thousand raised. So that's the goal for this campaign for the, through the end of this year into beginning of twenty twenty-four. And in February, I'm going to be in MegaCon. And the costume again uh, with Finn as we wrap up our 2023 ACS campaign for the American Cancer Society. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, um, Bob, uh, Pico and another viewer saying they got no audio on you, man. <laughs> no, that's outstanding, Ranger. Thank you for all you do. I know before I got into content creation, I, I knew who you were and, and watched your stuff, and it was outstanding. And it is uh, the, the torture you put yourself through doing shoeies. And some of the, uh, I think there's been a couple of times that's happened, and, and you tried your best to do Jedi Academy the next day. And oh, yeah, I said, I said, yeah, yeah, like last weekend, I did 57, and I was like, no, no. No, no, no. I usually take one weekend off a month now for Jedi Academy. And usually I, I wait to see which Friday when I'm doing the Heinze pre-stream and this and Heinze stream that I'm going to get socket to me, you know, and wait to see what happens. And if it's a slow night, yeah, I go to go to bed early, reasonable time. I got up and do Jedi Academy in the morning. If it's if it's awful, I'm like, mm -mm, no, sleeping in. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. All right. Well, before we get to the main topic, I did want to get your opinion on the new the new tune that's out, the new Mando, the new Bo Katan, um, the characters that are coming out, and what are your what are your thoughts on this? I personally, from where I'm at in the game, I feel like this is something I can kind of wait on, depending on the cadence of when. Like, if the event sticks around, I'm really not going to worry about it. If it's like another Grand Inquisitor or a Jedi Knight Cal Kestis. I might have to look at it a little more closely, but what what do you think of this the, this new addition to the game? I mean, Bo-Katan will be great. We don't know the kits besides Vizsla, you know, and his actually his kit looks really solid. We don't even know what Bo's total kit's going to be. We just have indications from Capital Gains about like what's the goal for her and stuff. We'll know she'll have datacrons, things of that nature, you know, yada yada yada. So until we see the whole team, but it's very interesting. It's Mando season three, basically with Bo, Vizsla, uh, IG-12 with uh, Grogu. And then I'm really excited to see, um, and I can never say the, the Jedi's name correctly, so I'm not even going to bother. It's but like Ahmed Keller and yeah, Keller and something. Keller, I was butchered. Uh, but uh, to see Ahmed Best get a character in Star Wars Galaxy Heroes is exciting. And it should be good. I mean... Uh, Starkiller was the last two that they've done of these. Starkiller was amazing. The characters that were brought in for that were amazing. Doctor Afra, good, really good character. Actually, it, it, it is a it, it is an investment to make that team work, but it has had some usage. But I still use Doctor Afra a lot in threes and fives for counters because you know she goes first in certain teams. She just has that advantage on. Um, you do need the right team and pieces around it. It's made it a lot easier to use her now that the relic requirements for Datacrons have dropped down to one, three, and five instead of three, five, seven. 
So totally. Um, yeah. But Afro, not as good as Star Killer. Star Killer is on another level, but still a solid character. But it was a character you didn't need, right? It's not. It's one of those things where it's it's nice to have, but if you don't have it, you're still okay. And I think Bo is going to be in that kind of category as well. It's going to be really nice to have. Probably can do some extra stuff for you if you do get it. But I wouldn't go bananas for it, you know. I I certainly don't. When and and, and I'm caught up. I'm on Leia right now. I'm finishing her ultimate. Um, I've got to take Drogon here the next day to eight. Then I'm taking Ray to nine. I'm doing some GLs to nine that I haven't done yet. Um, and I'll do like I always do. I'll wait till the character comes in the shipments. I'll save my crystals. I'll buy them slowly out of there. Get them to seven stars when they're all ready. At that at that time, I'm hoarding. Cause that's where I'm at in the game where I can do that. And I mean, I get it first crack, but if I have to wait three months, if it's only one month, if it only comes around once, which I don't think it is, I think it's a permanent thing where once you get oh. the characters like the others it's in, so I can take my time with it. I'm not worried about it. Um, so yeah, but if you're a care person that's, you know, mid tier, uh, wait, I always say, wait, let the, the, the Krakens and I've got quite a few in my guild and stuff. They'll go get it. They'll play around with it. They'll tell you how good it is. And then you can make a, an informed decision then of like how much you want to invest for that character. So until then, I wouldn't go hand for it. Just focus on some stuff right now. If, you, if you're working toward Leia, definitely get her done. We know the raids are on the, the corner. Um, and, and get some of your Rebels and your Imperial Troopers up at least so you can be somewhat yeah. contributory toward the raid, even if you don't have Leia. I think that's more of a... Of, a place you should be than thinking about Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan is definitely end-game content. It is not... Unless you just really love Bo-Katan, and I do. I'm, I'm, the, I'm part of the 2%. I love Katie Sackhoff. She can sit on <laughs> my face anytime. Um, but, I'm not gonna, but I'm not going to spend, you know, like you know, the days of me spending $300 for a character are over. I just will not do it. Um, I just don't think it's it's a viable strategy anymore. They don't, I mean, even if she's like, they say can kill GLs great, but I'm not spending 1200 bucks, you know, for characters in this game. So, yeah. No, I, I think if anything, um, when the new Jedi comes out, depending on the kit, if it, if the Jedi is galactic Republic, which I'm, I'm hoping it, it probably will be, if it kind of ends up being a really good turd polisher and kind of get some of those straggling Jedi off the bench. I could see maybe wailing on that character to give yourself like another B team. But other than that, I'm going to wait on this. This is just not something that I'm overly excited about. Should I go for yep. this or bad batch? Um, bad batch, Bob, that's a stupid question. <laughs> The Bad Batch is really good. They're they're actually a ridiculously good team, but again, it's an investment. You have to have certain modding and characters at certain levels. But especially the Datacron right now, with clone troopers, oh, especially for Bad Batch, huge. they 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 rake, man. They will go in and hit above their belt very easily. I'm using my Bad Batch every GAC. Oh yeah, you're going to use them. They're going they're they're there for a few teams that gives you some options on like, do I want to use them here? Do I want to use them there? You know, yeah. I want to use this here. But you've got Bad Batch. It's just sitting there, and it's, it's a it's pretty much a guaranteed win. As long as you've got the characters mod right, then I see people making yeah. mistakes in that. But long, echoes fast, three sixty or above, you're going to have no problems with anything because if you go first, nine times out of ten, you're just going to control whether it's a sortie team, Radis team, whatever. Um, and with the extra damage on that Datacron set, you will blitz through the team very easily that you're facing. I, I have a question for you, Ranger. Uh -huh. uh, 
what do you think about um, what do you think about CG calling the Bo-Katan event an epic confrontation? Don't really care. They can call it whatever yeah. they want. It, it, it's see. still it's it's like okay, great. You know, if it's like gas and the other ones, like okay, you know. So. It was just it, it was interesting to me because you were comparing uh, this event to Star Killer and Afra, which were the like the what they called the legacy events. Yeah, and 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 it feels more like that than it does an epic confrontation. Um, so I just found it interesting they that they went keep playing around with that. You know, they keep adding a little bit of this from that and this from that and creating this. And it's like, oh, whatever. It's a damn legend character, whether you legacy, yeah. whatever you want to call it. It's what yeah. they've been doing for the last couple of years in the holiday season. Before it was whenever they wanted to launch, whether it was Gas or Malik, you know. So whatever. Right. It's going to be, it could be some kind of combination of both. But, you know, if it... Will it be as easy as the Star Killer event? I don't know. Because Dr. Afro event was a pain in the ass. But the Star Killer event, I found it was just going back and doing the the four marquee events. I was like, wee, this is great. And then I did the Dr. Afro event. Like, can I get a goddamn turn? <laughs> what the hell yeah, is this? Literally. literally. So, I don't remember the the Afro event. I'm gonna have to replay it to jog my memory. Well, remember you had to go in with uh, the first round was um, Dash Rendar, wasn't it? Well, no. Well, for for that was uh, Dash was first Star Killer, but the first I think for for Afro you had to go in first with Hondo because he was one of the characters right, you needed. Yeah, yeah. Afro was Hondo. My bad. Um, yeah, and then the, yeah, Hondo threw people off. He had to read mod him a certain way, and then the same yeah. thing for. Um, Sana, you had to redo her, and you had to get the right RNG. Even if you had the relics on her, it was just a, it was really ridiculous. The, the Sana part, get I mean, I beat the the first part easy, which most people struggle with, and then they had the easy part through the rest. I got screwed on the last part. I don't know what it was. I just could not get the right RNG. I mean, I must have done like twelve attempts on that thing and was losing my mind. It was crazy. So we'll see where the event falls into that category. Difficulty wise, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the characters all seem to be linked from the show, so I don't know. We'll see what they do with it. Um, but expect something b b between those events and other events that's some kind of combination. We'll see what it is when we get it. Is it easy? Is it more cinematic? Is it more like the Afro event was where you have to have the characters and you have to go remod them and stuff like that to try to beat it because of the way the the event's set up to make you have to earn it i don't know we'll see but maybe we always we always we always adapt yeah, Bodie just said, at least it wasn't a tier two of the leia event hmm. actually i've got a video yeah. on the tier, tier two of the leia event i mean uh if you go and watch it and remod like this is what I mean this is karth and 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 his strat and i think zareth has kind of the same strat i I, you can get bad RNG in that. Don't get me wrong. But if you mod it the way we have for Rolo and for Captain Han, and you follow the guide that we put out there, you're going to beat it most times. I, I did lose one because if you get the wrong RNG with Vader, it can happen. Yeah. Either the fight's super easy, you kill Vader really quick, and you're like, we, or Vader survives, and then he goes and saber throws the wrong person. You're like, uh-oh. So yeah. I, out of the, I only took me four attempts. It sucked that I had to do four, but it is possible. But most people that I've seen in the comments on my guide and others, if they follow the guide, they're either getting it no problem or they drop one just because of the RNG, but still three out of four. It's been fixed since the, the debacle 
uh, and stuff from the launch of, of the lay event. So it's, it's, it's much easier to retain once you, you know, just follow the guide. It's not hard. It was helpful. I watched it. Yes. Oh, you did good. Okay. So, but yeah, once it, it, and the other, the the other tiers are. The key for me was being able to land expose on Vader because that's how you get his health down and kill him. Yeah, and then like mis- not healing and, and taking your damage and and just keep staying on target and yeah, making the right the right moves and like not dispelling dots because it will heal him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I I found that the easier ones were ones where uh, I was able to land exposes and yeah. just proc more damage and he died faster. Yeah, and as long as you get the. I'm trying to remember. I don't have it in front of me, but I think we went offense with something else. And for Leia, um, you're not you're, you're, the dots are you're, you're going to get dots on her. But um, we had Han a certain way, Leia a certain way. You can't do anything with three PO. He's just a placement character. So, what are you gonna do? Um, but if you follow the guy, you should be pretty solid on that. I mean, I don't put out a lot of guys, but I've done one for Reva. I've done one for the tier two because you know people were asking for it and. Most people have high success rates, but again, it's like the Reva mission. You got to mod a certain way at a certain level. I know modding sucks, but you got to do it, you know, so you can be consistent. I've never lost. I did the fight the other day. I've never lost the Reva fight, and I don't even use Reva in it. I just use the same characters, and as long as you mod correctly with protection, with the right speed and speed order, you will be fine. It doesn't matter what the RNG is. The only time that you have a really solid reason is you can get that one RNG where you get all four characters stunned. It's like, Ooh, that's a little rough. I've overcome it, but it's 50, 50 at that point. So yeah, same. Yeah. If I can do it, anyone can do it. You just have to have oh. the right mods <laughs> with Avant's help. Of course, with his guidance. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't have any news of any new tunes, but we did get an interesting. Hey, I, let me interrupt. Message. I have one question before we moved on. Because we were talking sure. about requirements um, for, I just couldn't hit unmute fast enough. <laughs> um, Keller and Beck, do you think it's going to be a lifter, or do you think for like maybe some crappy Jedi, or do you think he's just going to go with uh, Bo Katan? We I don't actually think he's go met- with Bo. <sighs> I'm, I don't I'm, think so. Like I said, I'm, I'm hoping he's a Galactic Republic Jedi. He's got a couple Zetas. Maybe he has a GAC Omicron for Jedi and kind of really polishes off Jedi that are on the bench. Well, the problem with that, he can help lift them, but they need to. I, I was addressing this last couple of days. Someone asked me this. And I'm like, they need to go back in with these Jedi Council members, generals of the Clone War, and update their shit, their stats, their kits, everything, because they are really falling off the wayside. Here and there, you can use them, but I mean, for the most part, their kits are outdated. Everything's outdated, and it's a shame. And now I'm being a dark. I'm a dark side guy, and I'm a Sith. But even I can say, yeah, the Jedi need some love. So if the first step is to get this character in to help lift them, great. But they still need to revamp those kits and add some additional benefits for them. I mean, Lumi, I'm a gun die, Kit Fisto. I mean, you go down the list. It's this like it's pretty bad. I mean, here and there are spots you can use them where it's like, oh, okay. But they're not the mainstays. They're just, they're kind of afterthoughts. And that just I just find that uh find that a little disconcerting. We we well, even like uh even like Jedi Knight Guardian, like we could always use an updated tank. Yeah, Eth Koth, yeah. I mean, you could go down the line of all these Jedi that are just sitting there that we're just not using because they are not usable. Their kits just do not match. They don't. 
I mean, they still have abilities where this has a 50% chance of doing its thing. It's like, uh, really? We're, we're back to that? Yeah. Because every kit now, it's this cannot be resisted or prevented and everything yeah. else. Yeah. It's 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 time to to look at that. If they're going to start rehashing some stuff, they need to look at Jedi, and they also need to look at Old Republic too. They need a little bit of love on that faction as well. Yeah. But yeah, those are two factions that they need to start looking at. And as much as I like the uh, the thickness of the new Mando, I still think Drogon will shoot his ass off the board without much. Drogon's OP, man. Drogon, man, uh, he is. He, he just is nasty. just absolutely annihilates people. Yeah, he 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 is nasty. He is very nasty. Um, him and Leia and R two are. They are a combination. They are a sick ass combination. Three's the God Almighty. I'll be unlocking Leia in the next like day or two, so I am very you excited. Know. Yeah, she she is unbelievable. Um, very OP character. Surprisingly, really good on defense and threes. We were really shocked on that. I we had to really figure out what the fuck to do with Leia, especially with this Datacron, the Drogon Datacron, not even her Datacron, the Drogon Datacron is where it's at. Way better than hers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, hers isn't bad. It's really nice, but the Drogon one on that team, good God. But the fact that everybody gets keen stratagem right out of the gate, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, and that's why, you know, the team that I'm going to be using against is going to be SRKR. I'm bringing my homie Malakos and the rest that we're going in there just to, I'm going to poke Dro I had to remod SRKR because it's for Leia, you know, because I had an offense uh, primary, you know, damage. I had a, like 14, almost 15K damage. Um, much slower, obviously, like 520, 530 speed, but you, know, I, you can't do that. So I had to get rid of some of the damage. He's only 12-something damage and 582 speed, so I can make sure I outspeed. I can poke Drogon and not even have to even consider this nonsense because it... it you ain't using JMK. You ain't using some of these other tunes because I'm telling you that that team will outlast you, and it will, especially with this Datacron on there with that, with defense and stuff, it will outlast you. She gets ultimate. You're basically hosed. With the, I don't care what jail you're using. You are going to die a miserable death. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um, so, again, we didn't really have any tunes that came out, but we did, we did get some news. Uh, Tuscan Meathead. Um, did, 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 did did everybody here read it? Should yeah. I should I read it for the audience? I don't, I don't know. I read the thing on my stream, so, right, yeah, so in depth. Yep. So on Halloween, Tuscan Meathead, hello, Hollow Table Heroes. I wanted to give you an update on the Grand Arena Championship and the Kyber Squish formula. Now, hopefully, even all the listeners and of course everyone here on this panel, we know what the squish is. We know it's been happening. It's been happening for a long time. And it's now finally being addressed. So he continues with, Since arriving here at Swiggo, I recognize the intense passion players have towards the Grand Arena Championship and everything that goes into it. So when I started to notice potential issues in the mode, and thanks to the players who also reached out to me, I reached out to our data team to investigate further. I understand that this has probably been a long time coming for some folks, but I assure you that I have been working with amazing members of the EA team over this course of time to get the GAC formula where it needs to be. He goes on to what happened. In short, the original Kyber Squish formula was awesome and segmented the GAC leagues how we wanted them to. 
Then due to GAC being a living feature with many moving numbers and variables, the formula caused some discrepancies on how it moved players between leagues. This is how we find ourselves in the position we, are, we currently are today, with the Kyra Lieb feeling a lot less than it should be. The new formula. I worked with the data team to create a new formula that will take the GAC leagues and segment them to around the original intent of the Kyber Squish introduction. At the end of the day, we want more people in Kyber, but we also want more people progressing towards Kyber. I believe the new formula we will be implementing is setting us up to accomplish that. So what can we expect? Starting November 6th with the new GAC, an aggressive formula will be implemented to adjust players' placements over the course of several seasons. This will require careful monitoring on our part to ensure this goes as planned. We choose this new formula because of the stability and smoothness of the player experience during this adjustment. Players will not jump to another league unexpectedly when the new formula takes effect, but will allow players to promote faster and reach the updated league targets over several events. Once we have reached our initial goal, we will look into the data and gather feedback from you to see if any further adjustments need to be made. With our calculations, the adjustments will take between two to four months to move players around at a pace that will minimize potential issues from moving too quickly. There will be varying player experiences of movement based on your interaction with GAC. We will be monitoring these adjustments and will make changes to the formula during this period if needed. Once we are satisfied, we will continue to monitor the formula to ensure leagues remain healthy moving forward. <clears throat> In conclusion, we appreciate all your messages around this issue and again, thank you to the members of the community who reached out to me to discuss these things. Your friendly neighborhood Tuscan meathead. You're supposed to read that in the Spider-Man team. Supposed to read that in what? Friendly neighborhood meathead. This is a Spider-Man joke. Spider-Man. So you'll ask whatever, whatever spider pig. He does. still thinks it's Halloween, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we we know what the squish it squish is. God knows I've uh if if anything, it, it forced me to actually start paying a lot more attention to GAC and, and trying to get better at it, because if not, you're going to get pushed down to Kyber 2. Now it's happened to me a couple times. I've had to fight my way back into Kyber 1. We just wrapped up 3v3. We'll go over that later, but I'm pretty decently back entrenched in Kyber 1. I'm sure that'll change once 5v5 starts. But we know what the squish is. What are your guys' thoughts on this message? And is this long fucking overdue? Well, yeah, it's long overdue. I mean, it's something that, you know, I've addressed with the, both Crumb and Meathead in live format, you know, uh, because I gave him my example. Of how do I go seven and two, but still remain in Kyber two? You know, how does that work? You know, I mean, I have a winning record a big winning record in GAC yet. I'm still like, you know, I climbed the Kyber one, then I get squished out of Kyber two. You basically have to go like eight and one, nine and two to get ahead of the squish because it's usually 70 to 80 points. And that's just not fascinable. It's just, it's just not, um, especially with the way that the point system works is it's diminishing points for 
victories as you progress, which is really odd. It's like the more you win and you're facing tougher opponents, it should be you get more points for victory. It seems to be the opposite. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. But th this current system was just not, it was just not sustainable. Uh, we all know that. Now, for the new system, I'm glad they're addressing it. I'm glad they're looking at it. Yes, is it long overdue? Yes. Um, I mean, this was brought up at the beginning of the year. We saw this problem. I mean, people had graphs and were showing, you know, Kyber 1 is shrunk to less than 1,000 if, 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 it, if it's right around that mark, you know, of players. Um, and then in, through Kyber 2 and 5, it just depends. And the other problem, too, is you have a lot of people that have just given up on GAC because of the squish because of you know datacrons and not wanting to participate but you have these ginormous accounts dropping to kyber four or five and you got these poor bastards eight million trying to climb up and they're running into these bastards and you know they got no shot you know i mean they just don't have the teams or you know the the strategy or the comps the mods whatever to compete with that so there's been a lot of problems with the current system um so i I can't comment on what, how this new formula is going to work until we see it, right? We need to see how it plays, see how it works, and then we can make, uh, you know, some educated opinions on it. But it's it's something. They're addressing it, finally. You know, it's it's well overdue. And I think they're seeing, especially in threes, the drop-off in participation. People just go in, you know, and do their one battle and say, why should I even bother? you know, with datacrons and everything else, and I'm just going to get squished. What's my motivation? So hopefully that this, whatever this formula is, we have no idea because it'll never tell us what it is, but hopefully it addresses this and gets us into a little bit more stable environment in GAC um, to where if you win, you, you feel like you accomplished something. You know, you're not in the back of mind like, well, I went six and three in 3v3 and I'm still going to get squished to Kyber 2. What the bloody hell? You know, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, I really am curious as what the changes are going to be. Um, so, and we're at the current state of it. Is there only a max amount of people that can be in Kyber One, Kyber Two, or does it matter? Yeah, I don't know anything we don't about know. it. Yeah. So I wonder if it's just that, as um, easy as adjusting how many you get per win against per loss. I wonder if that's so. If I, rem I if I remember correctly, and if Pico is still in chat. Maybe he'll be able to correct me on this, but on HNN, one of their past episodes a while ago, they had a player on that had like a mathematical breakdown of what. Eliana. Yeah. Thank you. And that was some intriguing shit. Like, literally, I remember driving and I'm going, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm paying so much attention. I'm barely paying attention to the road. You know? I'm like, holy shit, this is fascinating. Um, yeah. It was a bar graph. It was a bar graph of how many players are in Kyber over time. And it's or, I don't always, know if it was Kyber or Kyber 1, but... It was Kyber 1, but it's always shrinking. Like, yeah. Kyber 1 was getting smaller and smaller. So, CG will never tell us the formula, and they never should, because people will try to exploit it. They should just keep it in the dark. But I, I think the original intent was, remember... Like the old old GAC model of like oh, yeah. uh, points, yeah, right. And it was like it, they accumulated over time, and that determined your rank. And then they were like, "Okay, that doesn't matter. We're gonna scrub the system, and we're gonna place everyone based on your GP. And then based on how your performance is, you will either go up or down, and kind of settle into 
whatever position you should be in based on your ability, your play, your play style and your, your abilities. And then somehow over time, they tried to like push people out of Kyber because there were too many people based on GP. And yep. the, the formula appears to have gone Bananas. Awry, gone awry and they are like people just got pushed out and they couldn't stop from pushing people out that's, yeah, that's what it yeah i looks feel like. like they did this intentionally i think they created a formula and because like he said it was a kind of almost like a living breathing thing it just it just ran amok and i don't think they really understood or knew how, how do we fix this that's a question for a statistician i still want to keep that which idea. i am not <laughs> I, I want to keep the thought of still, uh, you know, it's okay to broaden your roster where the old days is you had to be the most efficient, more efficient than the other opponent. So I hope they don't go back to that because I like that, you know, the new system kind of encourages you to work on an entire roster, and that's what a hero collector is about. Um, so I don't I'm glad to hear you say that because I feel the same way. Well, like, it should, I, yeah. I, I got tired of because I do recruiting for our guild on different servers. And like before they changed the GAC setup, people used to be like, I have a 4.5 million roster. I'm GAC focused. Do not ask me to farm characters because I'm not trying to bloat my roster. So like the whole idea of roster bloat is like gone. Like you having less GP is no longer advantageous. So it, it encourages you to farm characters and gear characters and increase relic levels and not just like keep a bunch of characters at level one because that that defeats the point of the game. So um, I was about to type it out to him, but depressed Wampa, first time chatter. Thank you for coming by. Um, oh, thank you, sir. Uh, he says, "I wonder depressed how the squish Wampa." That's depressing. <laughs> uh, he says, "I wonder how the squish will affect mid game players like myself." Don't you guys? Feel oh like boy. Don't you feel like it affects everybody? And it's going to affect everybody, but we just don't know yet. We 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 have to see it come into. We know we got to see how uh, November sixth. We'll see. We'll see how everything lays out. We'll see how the new form is going to work. It's we don't know. I mean, would we, you we have no idea? Would you be opposed to them hitting the reset button and sending no. everyone back to where they belonged, like at the beginning, GP, no. based on GP. Yeah, I, I've always been a fan, uh, well, an advocate of a year reset every year, you know, uh, some time frame where everybody gets reset. So you kick those turds out of, you know, that are in Erodium that have nine, 10 million GP. Get your ass back up here no, where you should be. That is, and in fact, in our Discord, there was quite the. Uh, disagreement we had a we had a viewer surely still in chat he was quite upset and i i understand why uh, my son actually messaged me recently and he was in a match in gac and he he bought the packs and got the the two legends you know that's what brought him back and i think he's sitting at five legends six million gp and here he is he got matched up against somebody with seven legends and 10 million gp and he's like what the fuck am i supposed to do against this you take your beating like a man that's what yeah, i do you, you, know, I think, I... you know you've been there old man you go in there yeah. like okay 13.3 million i have no shot at this okay yeah good. okay at least i know ahead of time i'll give it the old college fight but i'm going to take i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna get slaughtered and i'm going to be happy about it god damn it so that's just what you do. But I think you got to reset everybody with their GP if you're going to introduce a new formula because it's so 
chaotic right now where people are at. I don't think you want to have a new formula with someone in that circumstance. <laughs> you know, was trying to climb it seven, eight million, you're facing someone at 10, 11 million. That kind of defeats the purpose. So reset everybody back. We'll start from new and let the new system work out. I'm okay with that. I think uh, the people who are going to be mad about it are the people who've climbed up and are now like, well, great. Now I don't get good crystal rewards. But my, my comment to that is going to be, well, if you climb to Kyber and you're now dropped down to um, what's below that, erodium? Erodium one. It, it, yeah. if, you've, if you've climbed to Kyber and you get dropped to erodium because they hit reset, guess what? You're a good GAC player. And you're going to win a ton of GAC rounds yeah. and you get more for winning than you do for losing. So really? Really you, do. you will get your crystals if that happens to you. And it will probably shake out pretty darn even that compared to you being in Kyber and winning but losing more than you would have in a Rhodium. And yeah. I think it puts everybody back on a fair playing field. And, you know, we we know this has happened. I'm just going to be real. There are some players out there like, man, fuck this. I'm just going to drop and then beat the shit out of a bunch of lower players. So, you know, I don't have to deal with this. And that's fine. I understand it. Uh, trust me, I, I, I get, get that. that. I get I it. Get because... Too. With datacrons and the insane amount of time and effort you have to go through with datacrons, the, the the current system is is frustrating for that. Why why try? You know why not drop? I I I totally get it because you're just sitting there like, what's my incentive? I mean, I just am competitive by nature, so I want to try to win, get crystals, no matter who I'm matched up against. Um, but you know, I get it. You know, it's like I don't want to have to do this much for GAC. I just want to have a Quick fight. I want to have a good fight, but you know, if I can't find that at the top, I'll drop a little ways and then I'll get it there. You know, and I don't have any problem with anybody doing that. Um, I think it, it it needs to stop though because I try to think it from everybody's perspective. What's the benefit from everybody? Yeah, you drop, but then you're down there with some guys that are really trying their ass off too, and they have no shot either. Yeah, I was just about you to know, say that. Where yeah, that's frustrating for them, you know. So where I'm at, know, with, it, I'm in Kyber three with three GLs, which I have all three GL ships, but I'm always fighting six and seven um, GL opponents, which is fine. I'm in Kyber three. That's about that's about right. But I have all kinds of viewers that are, you know, they're only four or five million, and they're fighting people with five or six GLs down in a rodeo and that that's what i mean i get like you said i get why people wanted to that's what i hope they can figure out because that's one of the biggest glaring problems is more for the beginners and you want to bring new players in but if you're you know if their morale about the grand the best mode in the game it kind of kills it right from the get-go when you're fighting people that have dropped on purpose or just don't care um i don't know i think they should just they shouldn't allow a certain gp to fall out of kyber i don't think I don't know yeah, I think it'd be nice if they had some kind of line that you just can't drop past. You can be at the bottom of it with your GP, but you can't drop down to rhodium or something crazy like that, you know. Um, and then, then like if you if you fall to that line, you're going to be at a level where you're not going to be like if you're not trying, you're yeah, going to yeah. get beat up by people who are the same GP as you instead of falling down to categories where you're just way bigger roster wise yeah you know up until this post i was i was kind of at the point where i was i was going to take my foot off the gas a little bit and just be like look i'm i'm breaking my own balls trying to stay in kyber one and it's because it's it became frustrating so 
Because, like Ranger said, there's times I'll go six and three, and I'm not really gaining any ground. I'm losing ground slowly but surely. So, and well, then that's the, yeah. that's the other frustrating part. You know, yeah. it's again, it's, it's decentivizing. It's just it's not sustainable. The 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 squish is really pushing people out of Kyber. I mean, we're we're competitive in GAC because crystals for one, but you know, yep. not really the rewards. The rewards are fine, but I mean, we're just mainly trying to, do, to get victories for crystals. You know, that does does have a huge impact. Um with you know 800 and something crystals or 900 crystals is a big deal i mean that's a lot of crystals and if you go three and oh that's 27 25 to 2700 crystals you know uh for the three victories not including the reward you get for your placement in that whether it's 500 750 whatever so that's a lot of crystals and you can do a lot of with that stuff so I just wanted I just wanted as fair a system as we can get for everybody to have a good experience in GC. Fight someone you should be fighting, you know, at your level. That's the way I want this to be. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want anything where, you know, it's just you have a good clean fight and you're at the level someone else is. You're not worried about just getting manhandled or uh, you know, it, it just it it's yeah. just something that, you know, the balance needs to be there. And it's not been balanced for a long time in the frustration part with the introduction of datacrons and everything else that goes along. I mean, just doing the fights themselves is 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 its own yep. thing. But it's frustrating when you know you're winning, but you're not really winning. Yeah, you're getting crystals, but you're getting dropped out. So your weekly, you know, crystals eventually would affect it. You know, 20 crystals a day less does add up in a month. It's, it does add up. And when you have like, you got no shot at, it's like, yeah. So it's, it's yeah. No. And uh, Pico just uh, chimed in. He brought up a good point. He actually mentioned this on his last episode of H and N that dropping from Kyber one and two. Well, yeah, that does add up. But I think he said it's a little less than 700 crystals over the course of a month. It's a loss, but if you tend to be a spender, what are you really losing? You're spending anyway. Exactly. Yeah, spenders don't care. Big spenders, I know, they don't give a shit. You know, so you know. bastards on their yachts and shit. But you have, but you so you have your krakens. They don't give a shit. But your your smaller wells, your dolphins, you know, people like me that will spend in certain portions and are at the point in the game where they're on top of everything. I'll spend for certain resources and things, but it's like I'm not at their level. I don't give a shit. You know, yeah. I, I'm just like trying to you know, <laughs> just maintain what I got. So um, I just, yeah, you know, and long as we get good matchups, win or lose, you just go in there and say, hey, it was equally matched, good, you know, GLs. Maybe he had a team I didn't or vice versa. I don't really give a shit about that. But, you know, good fight. Whoever wins, loses, great. But I don't want it to be where, you know, like I said, if I'm facing someone that's 13 million GP because they're sick of the, the, the grind at the top of Kyber, which I totally get. Have you seen the top of Kyber? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. No, those, those accounts are outrageous. Yeah. That, I mean, one guy, one, guy, one guy messaged me. He's like, sorry, man. I just had to drop. I'm like, no, man. Salute. I took my beating, man. Congrats. You yeah. know, it's like, I get yeah. it, dude. Because I have seen <laughs> those fights and they are awful, you know, with the. 400% defense data cons on every fucking team and everything. It's just, it's nuts. So that will wear your ass out quickly trying to deal with that. I mean, Karth does it all the time and God bless him, man. I don't know how he puts up with that stuff, man. Cause he's constantly in the top 100 dealing with that crap. I'm like, 
better you than me, man. I just want to be in Kyber. I don't care about being the top of Kyber anymore. I used to be, but I'm like, mm -mm, no, 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 no. Forget those. Forget that, that shit. Was, that was actually kind of my thing. I just felt like if I stay in Kyber one, I still got, I don't know, some lame fucking bragging rights, but I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm still on Kyber one, but now I'm just at the point where I'm, man, I'm, I'm all right with Kyber two. I'm, it's I'm, exhausting I'm, I'm, at I, point. Think, I think I'm at peace with it. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. I mean, you just, it's hard. I mean, it's like with Datacrons, it's frustrating because you're already dealing with what you're facing, just trying to get victories and get ahead of the squish. But when you get in, in there and then you're fighting the good fight, but you're going against some player that has these insane Datacrons, you're just like, I just, you know, RNGs, just be with me, you know, because... Uh, <laughs> If this team doesn't work, I can't face the firepower that, you know, this screws me up for the rest of it. So, yeah. So, yeah, as long as we, it, it, it evens out, we'll see what the new formula does. Evens everybody out. If they have to do a reset, do a reset. And then have some caps on the GP. Because I, I want these mid-tier, lower-tier players to face mid-tier and lower-tier players. Now, if they have more stuff than you, but they're at the same GP, well, that's, they spent. Sorry. This, this, you're going to get those matchups. You can't make it completely. No, you, you are. And the thing is, like, you, you'll have guys that are in the same similar GP, but you're going to be able to tell who invests more in Datacrons because da Datacrons doesn't affect your GP. So no. you're going to be able to tell who invests more into that. So if you're around the same GP as another player, but they have 17 level nines to your three and you get your ass handed to you, That's you it goes. really don't have anyone to blame but yourself. Yeah, you should farm Datacrons more. Bob, God. fuck Bob. Well, that's that's, that's easier man. said than done too, man. Because the way they're doing these conquests here lately, man, kiss my ass, CG. Good <laughs> lord. Yeah, I have, to, I have to choose between Datacrons or Red Crate. Like I don't. Oh no, here's the you strategy. Know, now this is what I do. I spend the thirty bucks on the first round of conquests. Why? One with the new with the new box, it gets you a lot of the feats, so you're not stressing about it as much. And I'm going to be farming mainly treasure node one and two because I want to get a large influx of datacrons and I want to get as much cash on, on hand as I possibly can. I only need one red crate. Like this conquest, fuck red crate. I'm getting gold crate and I'm going to be now on this one is going to be farming treasure node four and five because I'm now taking my datacrons to from six to eight. To those higher levels and i want to get the certain stats and ability scores and rerolls and things and then the last conquest gold crate again don't give a shit <laughs> it's like in that one i'm just buying impulse detectors whatever my little heart intent you buy you, the, you buy those packs one red two gold you've un you you unlock the new character yeah, I mean, and with this supplement, you have to get the 999 pack, which I do like because of the rewards in the track, because there's a lot of good yeah. rewards that are in there. So for me, that's where value is at. But um, I've been telling people like, you know, and I know people are stressed because of Proving Grounds, but I'm like, if you just get Gold Crate four or five times in a row for that character, you're good. You don't have to deal with Proving Grounds. You didn't have to stress about Red Crate. And some of these feats are very much tied into all the new characters and stuff. And if you don't got them, don't fucking worry about it. Just get your gold crate. Do what you can do with the teams you got. Get the best box you can. Instead of three, it's going to be four, five, six months you get the character unlocked. But best Gargidian is not that important of a character. I think he's going to be good, but he's TW. Unless you're really hardcore on TW, it's really not that important. I agree. Focus more on the best box you can. And if you can't get a higher box and you can't really do any more of the feats, 
farm the shit out of Datacron nodes. Get all those rewards, get Datacrons, get the cash, get all the rolling mats that you need and stuff, and do that more than worry about the character. Um, oh, I mean, I, we really got to we got to change people's minds about this shit. I if you the cash every day, couple times a day, and I've been thinking about the same thing. Moff Gideon, it's a TW character. I'm not really into it. Yeah, I'll unlock him at seven star. I'll gear him up methodically, slowly when I get around to it. But I'm sitting on 19 level nines in this latest Datacron set, and I've got everything that I that I wanted on my shopping list. I know I've, I've expressed this to Bones a few times, and I just want to say it for other people to hear. You don't have to spend. If you don't want to buy the Conquest Pass, you can get the gold box every time, and you will unlock the character after the second iteration of Conquest. So each iteration being the three rounds, that's one iteration. And then the next iteration of those three rounds, if you gold crate every time without buying the Conquest Pass, you will unlock the character. I believe you still have to buy the character shards at the Jawa node. You do. You do. I mean, you're not spending money, so you're not going to get that bonus of spending that that currency on extra loot. So you should buy the character shards because you don't want to be dealing with proving grounds. Yeah, we've just, seen the nightmare those are. Just, I'd rather pay six hundred crystals for five shards if I, it's the character I want, and I need to. I just do that. That intermission between Proving Grounds and Conquest. Proving Grounds is outrageous. Oh, it's, yeah. Um, so real oh, quick, guys, yeah. though, um, before we go away from the um, matchmaking thing, there was a, a comment in the in the comments that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, sure. Her, Herfa says, The real solution could be something similar to what Clash Royale implemented after years of pure skill rating style matchmaking. Up to a certain point, let's say K5 in Swoga terms, there's a hard cap on how big of a roster disparity you face. It will branch out and give you someone with a larger skill rating gap in order to maintain the GP gap. So 13 million accounts in Bronzium 4 would just face other 13 million accounts. Do you guys think that would go back to where you have to be more efficient, or would that cover a lot of things? It's kind of interesting. I mean, that kind of echoes what we talked about. Like, yeah. if, you, if your GP is a certain level, then you can't drop down below a th- certain threshold. I think what he's saying is you could, but you'd only face accounts that are as big as you that are also dropping. Well, the problem is if you can't find an account in there, for instance, let's say someone drops really far, but there's no one that has that kind of GP and even more close. I mean, do they take that to account with the different levels of where current the GAC is at with like a rhodium and Kyber and chromium and all that stuff? So uh, it's an interesting thought if it could work. Something's better than nothing, man. Right now, what we have right now is busted. So any ideas are good ideas and and I'm open to all of them. But uh, yeah. Sounds like someone at CG should consult Clash Royale and see what they did. Mm-hmm. Ask a, a fellow uh, gamer and a game developer what they did and how they addressed the problem, because I don't know up, how Clash. to answer it. Hit us up. All right, you guys have anything else to say about that? No. So, Ranger, I, I meant to ask you, you, you'd mentioned it earlier, and I remember when it happened. I, I, I did think of you because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit, man, Ranger's having a fucking fit. Um, the little issue that they had with the first Conquest, uh, what was your reaction to that? 
where uh, the Morian guard and everything was like it's just it, it's just bullshit. I mean, it, it, the problem is this is a more this is not just a conquest thing. Okay, this has been a problem. So when CG gets stuff right, I give them props. You know, when they did events right, I give them props, right? But one thing, and they've done a lot of good things. I mean, you can say what you want about CG. There's been a lot of good stuff that they've done. Problem is, one of the biggest things glaring us in the face is these bugs and releases, for the most part, have been fucking dumpster fires. They just have. Uh, there's no way to sugarcoat that either. They've been really, really bad. The bugs have gotten really out of hand, too. And so when you ask people to make an like Leviathan, we all know what a shitstorm that was, you know, but it's been consistent. Um, since the Jedi Cal event, that was really well implemented. I like the Jedi Cal event. I thought they did a great job with it. But since then, especially there was some stuff before then. And since then, since Jedi Cal, the event, it has been bad. You know the bugs, the issues, the the problems are consistently going on, and you're asking people, you know, that are having issues with conquest to invest thirty dollars, but you can't even get the damn game set up, you know, or communicate. It just it's it's been really bad, and that's the thing that drives me nuts. Is because I don't mind bugs here and there. It's a game, and I don't care what game you've ever played, from World of Warcraft to you know. I can list a million of them. They always have bugs. It's just the, the nature of when you have a game and you're doing coding. But at the level that it has been for capital gains with all these releases, and you can go down the list, the tear shit with Leia, Conquest, Leviathan, just going down the line of just major bugs and problems releases, shit not tested, not knowing how stuff's going to interact. It's really, really bad, and it's something that they've got to address because, when you, as I said, when you would ask people to spend... On new characters and new tunes, the amount of money that you're asking, the basic thing that you have to do is for the most part, it just works and is pretty balanced. That's the, that's not a that's not a hard ask in a game like this. And if you're not meeting those requirements, you need to take a step back and go, what the fuck are we doing? Okay, this obviously isn't working. So why don't we try something different? Because what's happening now is not working. Because when they had it's like so. Here's the thought, just for me. If you have it in the test environment, and I know that test environment because I was a beta tester, before you release it to everybody in the live environment, have some accounts in the live environment that you can go in and see how the shit's working. And then that way you can say to somebody before the Leviathan event happens, like, we just did some testing in the live environment. There's some major problems with this. We're going to push the release date back. Yeah, people will grumble, but they'll be like, well, I'd rather you get it right than push it out like we had with Leviathan where it was just shit all over the place and exactly. we had to wait That's damn cool. near a month plus before it was fixed. You know, it's like, good God on heaven. You just can't throw shit out there and pray. That, that you was, know, that that was, the amount of money people are spending in this game. You just can't do it. It's not fair and it's not equal value. If you're going to expect people to commit time and effort, which is just as important as the monetary value, and farm the hell out of this shit and conquest and other stuff, and then not have it even close to working and just being a disaster. What are we doing? It, there's got to be a better standard, and that's the standard that I hold CG to when it comes to this stuff. And I want them to make their money, but I want the product to equal the money and the value that people are paying. If I'm going to yeah. sit there and say, this is a good game, and you guys should try it, you've got to give me something to work with. They can say, well... It's a fun game when they don't have shit fucking up. 
that's not a good message for someone in our as a consecrator that you want to be telling people. So, yeah, that's the biggest issue with this shit right now. And that was a big topic that that we had last week, and I kind of you know, that's another reason why I'm kind of looking at, the, at this new Bo-Katan character going. And the topic we talked about was what has CG done that has gained our trust in terms of something we're going to invest time and money in? How do we know it's even going to work right to begin with? How do we know? It said her GAC Omicrons will rival Galactic Legends. Okay, how do we know that? You don't. We don't. Yeah, trust is a big thing. You know, I mean, what do I know? I just have a degree in business and marketing. Sorry. I mean, uh, but I mean, it's it's very, it's just head scratching. Um, like the expectation on when it comes to this stuff, you know, and I take it seriously, you know, to CG, you may just be a number and how much you invest and stuff. To me, you're a living, breathing person. When I look at players in this game, what they spend, I get to know them. What's your background? What do you do for a living? Do you have a family? You know, what's the blah, 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 all this stuff. Right. Um, And, you know, I take that very seriously. People, we come here as a community because one, we love Star Wars, not the game, we love Star Wars. We're all Star Wars <laughs> junkheads here. We are addicts. Let's let me look at my background. Look at these other two, and then we're on that background. You can see the 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 addiction is real. Okay, um, and I'm proud of that. Um, so Star Wars brings us together. We like playing this game as a hero collector because we like to you know live those moments and and stuff. And it, it, it it's something for us to talk about and do. And we like to have fun with it. But what we don't want is all this time and energy and effort being on the negative we'd like to have some positive stuff and cg the trust thing is i mean listen you keep burning people with this shit you're going to see less and less people spending you are i mean some people as as i learned from zig ziglar some people will always spend some people will never spend that's not what you're worried about you're worried about that big percentage in the middle that is looking to see your way of doing things to commit to you one way or the other and that's where it makes or breaks you and that's where you need to be targeted at and if you're not targeting that correctly that starts shrinking and most times when you lose somebody it's hard to get them back it really is because they feel betrayed they feel like they were mishandled they you know customers are very you know that's the way they think so we gotta be, they gotta start doing better with this shit. They really do. I don't feel like it's been this bad ever. Do you? Like they've had bag bugs here and there, but it seems like it's really consistent. Uh, this now. past year has been really yeah. shit. It really. <laughs> even uh-huh. I was on, what was it? Heinz's stream about a, a couple weeks back. We went through just the first page of shit that was broken. I was like, God oh, damn, man, that is a yeah. lot of shit to be broken right now. That just cannot happen. You know. <laughs> Like conquest, the thing you've been releasing over and over again, and it just I know, that, and that's, that boggled my mind. That how, did you, how did you fuck up a game mode that has been out for this? Like, how did you? I think that was half on purpose. I think they were wanting you to consume. I still don't. I know, buy but that. It, I still don't buy that. They, they wanted. No, to I, think, subtle, I think. I think. I think they were trying to increase the little bit of a difficulty on it. But didn't test it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think what the did person you think who... was going to happen when you put some shit like that in there. You know, the Mandalorian mean... guards. That was the that was the raid. 
The person that, went that to edit the stats. Great. The person went to edit the stats and they sneezed and they slid their finger all the way up the slider and then just hit enter. And they were like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, well, we, our test count, they're fully maxed out. They should be fine, even with lower. But no, it's not how this works. <laughs> God damn it. Stop it. And Stop it. Especially someone who doesn't spin like me and, you know, I'm just a regular average player who doesn't spend money. So the first, as soon as Conquit hits, you want to start hitting on it because it takes you forever. You got to you gotta do it on like a budget. So you, every yeah. every minute, blitz. every hour blitz is is precious, and so that ruined it for me. And I was actually pretty heated at the game. I was kind of ready to quit because I was just heated of other things going on. But thanks to Avon, he talked to me. Look at the, the first day or two of Conquest very critically. Like they want to try to plow through as much as possible, mm-hmm. get the data discs they want, get into a good position, then they can kind of plan out depending on what data discs you get. And then plan their strategy what from there. Have, yeah, what teams you have, is it viable for you to try to do some of those feats, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big part of it. So, yeah, you cannot have Conquest launching being that much of a dis- disaster, you know? I mean, I got, I, I got started getting, as soon as it launched that day, I started getting messages like, oh my God, Ranger, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, what? Because I hadn't started my Conquest. So I'm like, oh, I got to go check this shit out. So I went and I got through the the Gamoran guards i'm like holy shit i had to sit there for five minutes waiting for my turn to use Jabba's ultimate to win it i was like that's not good if you don't have Jabba, god bless you right now because you are going to suffer and then i got to um Jabba, and i beat it but i was like good god almighty what the fuck is going on here and then i started seeing the forums i'm like oh no what did you do cg oh god who's all right someone shit the bed there someone thought this would be a good idea you know it's not a good idea and so yeah it's just stuff like that you just scratch your head at because they do some good stuff you're like way to go cg good stuff and then you come back over here like would they not the same people working on this project over here what happened you know it's like that doesn't make any goddamn sense like how can this be so well done and executed? And then you look over here like this seems like a different person in group work on this entirely and had no clue what the hell they were doing. It's really strange, man. Okay. So going, I off like, what you um, just said, hold on, going off what you just said, yeah. very soon after that conquest bullshit happened, they dropped those GL packs. Was that damage control or do you think that was planned? I think that was planned. They always plan. I always talk about the big whiteboard. I've, I've talked to them about like they plan stuff out per like a year out right then the way it gets to the end of the whiteboard is they'll have ideas concepts then it gets to the next stage and the next stage and then are they going to go forward with it or going to drop it you know certain things and stuff um so yeah i think that was planned i think they've had a plan you've been seeing this with the hyperdrive bundle and some other things and packs that they've done previous to the gl bundles where it's like help players get caught up quicker um and some of the events we've seen and things of that nature and then they said let's go all in on it and i think the that those were fantastic i mean i was all for it you know someone asked yeah, me, it made I, me happy after all the bugs i was like all right i'm back it's like being a toxic I, I relationship think ne- i think next year they should do the same thing with luke and and and, and i don't Sierra. know how they would do luke there's so much crossover with that but um definitely just certain characters you know like yeah. the other ones it's just certain ones yeah, definitely Sith Eternal Emperor, and I mean, 
I don't know, maybe a little too soon for an Afro pack, but okay. possibility. Man, maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, these characters have been out for multiple years and stuff. Like I'm like the easier for these players to get their hands on it, to have it, to work on it, to get it done faster, so that they can progress in the game more. It helps guilds and TB. It helps guilds in other areas. It helps the players get closer to end game content. They're not struggling as much in conquest. It's helping them in conquest. I am totally for nine ninety nine packs for these older GLs. I mean. By all means, you know, please. It sucks for your more. resource pool, though, because you don't have the Zetas and ability mats. But yeah, that's a, a good problem. That, that's, that's a good problem separate. to have, though. You know, because yeah. you can go back and work on that stuff. But it, it's it's such it's such a relief for those guys, and I've talked to them to not have to stress about not just gearing but farming the characters and then gearing them and all that stuff. It was such a relief. Yeah, fine, man. It's really something else, man. And someone said, "Well, doesn't it uh, diminish what you did?" No, I've had the fucker for years, man. And the, please, you get it too, because I know how to I, deal I with it. You know, so I I'm don't, like, yeah, please I don't come care. on. Yeah, no, I was like people getting Ray and Slicker and Starkill and never, but like practically for almost please, nothing. I'm like, good. Get it. Yes, <laughs> I know what I went through. You don't have to go through that. I'm happy. <laughs> that makes yeah. me happy. You don't have to go through what I went through. I mean, I hope you got. A bunch of gear and six Zetas sitting around, but hey, I'm glad you got it. Yeah, if you don't have the mods and the Zetas, don't worry. Just work on that stuff. It just it's something nice to work on. You know, you know other wrench, stuff and work on the mods. The only wrench this is going to throw is uh, they're going to have to release a new GL for every new raid because if they release a first order raid or a resistance raid, now everyone will have the the GL toy. That's that does the major damage. Yeah, in the but yeah, but they're not they're not going to do that. Um, they're not going to go back to Kylo and Ray. They've had their moment in the sun. I mean, Kylo especially. I mean, he was the Ray King, you know, for the longest time in all the Rays. Forever. Rays. You know, yeah. So I think he's had his moment to shine. And then Ray was never meant to be really a Ray character. She is the queen of GAC and TW yes. for a reason. And so she's had her spotlight and still has her spotlight, you know? Um, so I don't mind that as we get newer characters again, if you're going to grind it out and you want the new shiny and you're going to pay, then you got to earn it and you're going to have it for everybody else. That's the, what you go through to have it before everybody else. But you don't want everybody else falling so far behind that they're just sitting in a different game and they're just not experiencing the same thing you are. And I don't want that. I want people to be able to get these characters. Um, if not going to pay, but have a path where they feel, you know, in a couple months, if they work hard and, and stick with it, then by golly, they can get that shit. And I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that because totally. I'm going to get a bit of that. And if I have it for a few months and they don't, that's my advantage, but eventually it should go away. I shouldn't maintain that advantage. I paid to get it. I got it for three or four months. Hey, I'm happy with that. So they damn near gave it away almost, you know, um, you don't think that there's something some kind of even more elevated type of character <laughs> over GL. Cause I just feel like CG isn't going to be that nice. So I feel like there's something coming. It's like buttering us up for something that's no, going to be this, this again. You take your tin they're, foil hat they're, off. They're, they're, yeah. their, cadence, their cadence is pretty set. Now the, we get, we'll get this, we'll get the, the, what I call the Christmas character, which is Bo-Katan. Then we'll start setting up for whatever spring, uh, whatever that's going to be. Um, and then we know, Summer's going to be a new ship. We'll get a, we'll get an influx of ships, and then next year, 
we'll get another GL, whether it's going to be from, yeah, I'm just going by the forum post and what people were saying they'd want true Revan, or if they're going to go in the Ahsoka Thrawn vein or whichever route they go. I, I mean, whatever GL they decide to go with, but um, I've been saying that too, either Thrawn because just in time, right? When it's, when it's time for another GL, it's going to be time to do the Ahsoka content. They wait about eight months after a TV show that they want to do eight content. months, six to nine months at the earliest, but usually nine months to a year. I mean, how long ago was Mando season three out? We're now just getting the characters now, now from yeah. that show. So that gives you kind of a timeline uh, of what they're looking at. We got the 25th anniversary of episode one coming out next year. So we should see some characters that they Uh-oh, can introduce. What from could that. that be Logan? Can we get a Jar Jar Got finally? It. We need Jar Jar you know, guys. It's time. <laughs> Personally, uh, I would like, I would like to think that there was a, there was a meeting at Capital Games, and you know, some developer, somebody just happened to say, "You know what? I have a radical idea on how we can try to convert some of the free-to-play population." And the, you know, whoever the schlep is at the head of the table went, "Okay, let's hear what you got. Let's give two GLs away for almost nothing and see how much money we make." Now we may not, we may be able to look at the numbers of how many new spenders we got. But I think it had something to do with that. How can how can this game with because the longer it goes on and the larger the roster gets and the more GLs and legendary characters and all this shit, the more daunting it becomes for any free to play character to to really look at this game seriously and go, oh yeah, I I want to do this. Maybe I'll spend, but maybe I won't. I'm gonna try it out. Now you add this along with the hyperdrive bundle, and now it's it's. I am 100% positive there were some people out there that were free to play and went, yo, fuck that. I am buying this shit. Oh, I know tons of worlds. Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. And the thing was, Ray and SLKR were starting to get skipped by a lot of people because it's like, there's Leia, there's Jabba, there's these other stuff. I'm farming the main ships, so it makes sense to go this route, you know? So, um, I mean, Scribe. Princess Scribbles himself didn't have SLK for the longest time. He skipped yep. that and got all the other GLs. He's just now getting SLKR. Um, so they can see the trend with that too and say, hey, man, we got to do something about this. You know? Um, so yeah, expect them to do more of that. Well, but oh, I it's, totally smart. it's so smart. It's really smart. It really is. Like, how do we tap into other, like, how do we get our hands into other people's wallets? How do we get into the the ninety eight percent that Ranger was talking about? Not the one percent here, not the one percent here, but everything Correct. in between. You get this you is get a perfect four, solution. You get four, yeah, and think about you get four. Let's just say four million people to buy a dollar pack. That's four million dollars right there. Like they need to make more packs for people like me because you know they'll make more money. I feel like instead of wondering about the, the top few that can spend a hundred k a year. Um, but that's my opinion. But things are—I'm seeing packs are a little more friendly. Um, yeah, there's the gambling packs. I still don't spend on, just yeah. don't. But the other packs that are guaranteed, like there's a 9.99 one and a 19.91 that has energy and and guaranteed stuff in it. Those packs are solid. You should get those if you if you're going to spend the the lights. Speed bundle. We talked about that's a great pack, and they've reduced it to fifty dollars from a hundred. I even thought at a hundred dollars, like God damn, that's a crazy good pack. 
um, back in the day, the hyperdrive bundle, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, certain packs and the, the GL packs do more of that, get everybody caught up, get people more invested. Cause if they've got the characters and they feel like they're invested and they're getting caught up, then like you say, newer players don't feel so daunted. They can come to the game, like spend a hundred bucks, be halfway, halfway home. That's a hell of yeah. a lot better. It's like in world of Warcraft, join world of Warcraft. If you want to start level one, great. But if you want, you can start at level 90 and start the new process with all this stuff if you make this purchase. That's kind of the thinking here with this, and I think it's a smart move. If you want to get new players in, you don't want them to have to start from level one and grind all the way out. If they want to, great. But, you know, you give them a character that they can pick and give them some gear and get them started so that they can feel a part of the new material. And then always go back and do the old material. So there you go. So... Yeah, I think it's what they're doing here. All right, hear me out. Let's fast forward 10 years. The, stay, the game's still going strong. We're still getting GLs. Eventually, your entire GAC defense is going to be nothing but GLs. You know what I mean? So, like, don't you think they're going to have to change away from that someday, or is it just is GLs our entire No, future? no. GAC is going to have to change. GAC is going to have to change. And actually, I think it's got to change sooner rather than later. Because now it's getting to the point where, the because of Datacrons, the off meta has become so prominent that you're now start like I don't know how many times this past GAC I saw four or five GL walls and I'm just going oh okay all right well I'm gonna be able to deal with you but wow all right thank would, you for putting would that you be opposed would you be opposed to the one of the old GAC maps where it was a fleet zone and a character zone no and you had not to at all. I, I wouldn't mind that either. So it's like, here's my fleets, clear them if you can. Here's my character squads, clear them if you can. And to get the full clear bonus, you have to clear the whole damn territory. And yeah, then there's, no, there's nothing hiding in the back. It is, can you counter what I put up? Like, here's what it is, beat it. Yeah, it would be it, just to mix it up. I mean, I'd rather have that situation than 3v3, to be honest. Honestly, I can't stand threes. God. I don't know why I'm so much better at threes and fives. I don't well, because less people give a shit, you know, so they're not trying as hard as they will in fives because they're more comfortable in fives. The game is designed for fives and people are working toward most of their stuff in fives, you know, and they get the threes and they're just like, what the fuck? You know, it's a whole, yeah. it's, it really is its own meta. It really is with the dynamics of what you can use where and if you're not consistently fighting threes like we are, it can be daunting. Because it's especially with datacrons, you got to know what you're doing there, and you're picking the right team, and you and there's more teams involved with it too, so it's more daunting than fives. Fives is pretty straightforward, you know. Threes too. Team comps can be a lot different because in fives you're way more comfortable because you've already seen it in TW and stuff like that, so you know counters and things of that nature. Yeah, there's a little bit difference because of TW omicrons, but for the most part, you're like, I know it, it, I know it, I play this, I know what I'm doing. But then you get the threes like. Uh, You're like, wait a minute. Why did why did Ray, Ray just kill my entire team? Yeah, damn it! And it's just long enough that you get rusty at it every time it comes back around. Like I'll kind of forget. Like I always underestimate that, certain teams, and I'm like, shit, I can't do that. Three that better the datacrons change and it just yeah, flips three v three upside down. First week of three v three with the new datacron set, you're just going. Like, wait a minute, my star killer no longer beats Ray because of this datacon? No, this is annoying. So I, I have an yeah. idea. What do you guys think about six versus six? 
No. Go away. You know, dude, how do you afford all the tinfoil that you wrap around your fucking head? How do you afford it? I don't know how you There's do not it. like that no. team that you wish you just had one more person to throw No, fuck that. No. <laughs> no. Bone, someone in chat just said get out. Yeah, you get all out. Right. You go home. Like your your speaking over. privileges need to be revoked. You want to go home and rethink your life. <laughs> if you weren't if you weren't moderating this, I would mute you. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm running the entire thing, so you have he to does. me. So, let's move on to the next topic. So, um, Avant, we want you to do some thrift shopping for us, but I, I did have a question, and I, I want I also want to get Ranger's take on this with with the raid and all the gear acceleration that's that's on in the game. It it, it seems like for a lot of players, and I would hope even for some mid game players, that things like um, Carbantes, stun cuffs, squirt guns, some of those issues very well could be a thing of the past. Is is farming for gear even really lo logical anymore? I mean, like farming for gear, like using your energy to farm for gear, or can you supplement that and get everything you need from raid currency? It's called Kyrotex. It's called 1C and 1D, for you need this <laughs> to go get your stuff for relics. So, no, you must use your energy to farm these places. But other than Kairos, are, are, do you think it's... Should people be even farming Carbontes or Squirt Guns no. or Stun Cuffs? No, no th those are those are well taken care of, yeah. Those, those are, are coming well passively. Those, those come passively. I, I, feel like, I, think... I feel like if you're a beginner at a certain point and you're not in a certain guild or a type of guild, yeah. then it is a thing still. Until you get to that, you, level, that yeah. Until you reach a certain point of saturation where yeah. you're in, you're progressing, you're getting the rewards, and then it starts accumulating and things of that nature. But you will reach a point with that older gear where you've got plenty of it, you know, and they've done a good job because you got the weekly events, the other events, the stuff that's coming at the the raid rewards. You've got get you can you can supplement, um, but. They you still gotta farm Kyrotex and you still gotta no, get that I, shit. I for that. That's that's I still mean, something that is the bane of relic everybody. material is still a thing, you know. You've gotta have that salvage and you've gotta have those pieces to salvage, you know. So the 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 gear for like, you know, yeah, they've done a good job with the Carbontes, the stun guns, the other stuff that that's more rarely available in more places to Ease, and I think they've done a pretty job, pretty good job of that. And it gets easier as you progress. Yeah, there's just some gear. Mm, God, it's just endless. So, it's just fucking endless. Logan, I will answer this question as the 10.8 million player I am. I have seven GLs, and I'll be unlocking Leia in in probably two days. So, mm -hmm. I my strategy is always wait for the characters to release on a farming node and then I farm them and I do d depending on like how bad I want them. I usually don't want to wait because I have like fear that there'll be a requirement for something and I want them ASAP. So whenever there's a new character, I 25 and 50 crystal refresh on the nodes unless it's a cantina node, obviously. And then I'm dumping all my energy into just getting them to seven stars. So that's what you should use your energy for always because 
if you need a character and they're three star, they're useless. They need to be at seven stars. You got to get the character shards. Uh, and if you don't have character shards to farm, then you're farming one of these important nodes that Ranger talked about. You either need light side 7B for shock prod, Kyrotex. Uh, you need dark side 8A for the battle computer, Kyrotex. And then if you don't need those, um, I mean, good for you. Then you should be farming light side 1C or light side 1D so that you can get uh, carbonite circuit board salvage. And then fleet, you should be farming uh, the uh, the node with the the fu fusion furnace. And then yeah, you, if you don't furnaces are fine, med packs, whichever purple or, or gold or, you need, or, or the med pack, because the the med pack node is definitely one where like I I'm about to unlock lay and I'm like shit, I need 160 of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I just farm uh, that religiously, nonstop with my ship energy, just to keep it in the cycle. And you know, you only get like four to six with a normal 140 pool. But I mean, God, please farm that node, and because you can supplement some of those other pieces through rays and other things. But good God, I, I use all of my uh, MK1 or not MK1, all of my Get One currency on med packs. Okay, I, I, ex I yeah, exclusively use. Use that to buy yeah, uh, MK6 Mark 6 med packs because I'm like, God, what else am I going to buy with this? It's either that I or. Yeah, see, I get the other pieces with the with the, the get one. And then get two and three is. Cartex. <laughs> it's just as many Cartex you can get. I spend get two on Cartex. I spend get three on uh, Cartex. <laughs> And, and then, like, that way you have enough saved up for a character, especially the new ones, because they all require Kyrotex. Like, I'm about to unlock Leia, and I need 400 shock prods and 300 computers. 700 Kyrotex. And I have them, because I literally have been farming them for, like, two months. Or maybe longer or shorter. I have no idea. It feels like forever. Well, and it's, as crazy, will, and it's crazy. One character yeah. that wipes it all out, and you're back to square one. You know, zero. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Then the horde begins again. Yeah, then you start, but like you know, GC currency I use specifically on mod uh, pieces. Um, so, because I'm constantly working on mods, especially with the new characters, you know, upgrading mods, not just getting them to you know, 6E, but then the next level up to 6A, right? Because you're trying to slice those, was, the hell out of those yeah, things. I was definitely working on a good mod set that I could immediately put on Jedi Cal when I unlocked them. Yeah, so I mean, you're constantly, that's what I use my GC currency for. My raid currency goes into the specific gold or purple pieces. I'm just hoarding with that, with the two. The three is always, like, it depends on what I'm doing. Like, I'm t I just took Leia to nine. I'm taking uh, Drogon to eight, but I need the electric conductors, so I'm just using my raid currency for that for the electric conductors because I got all the other pieces. So you'll yeah. you'll you'll move that around a little bit depending on which of the level of of relic you're going for, whether it's set six, seven, eight, or nine. Um, and then the other ones, I'm just like, what am I short on? What have I salvaged recently? Well, I'll just get a shit ton, two hundred of those. Sure, boop. You know, you know, the special the Mark one is constantly buying and that shit. Please, please, dear God. Do, do not max out your currency. Please spend it. Please don't. Please spend it on something. No, I, I don't understand people like, I'm maxed out. Why? My OCD, Why? I have to have at least 500 of everything. 
when it starts getting that's what i did too drives me insane there's always black eyeballs there's always something you are getting short on that you need to just go pop away i'm constantly if i don't have any of that stuff that like i've got a good group of that i'll go buy shower drinks so the cows come home because you know getting those shower drinks mk3s is so vital Mm -hmm. for i was just gonna say that just buy literally buy the i've never heard of that i like that oh yeah they look (laughs) like a shower drain baby (laughs) they do the hollow Buy the hollow projector, which is the shower drain, and then just salvage them to the Jawa. Like, well, craft them, then salvage them. Well, I will say, I know uh, Ranger City wasn't a big fan of, like, the gambling packs, but I will say, a- as a spender, two of the packs that I, I rely on, I think I think they come out twice a month, are the uh, Outlander's Gear Stash, the, the Gear 12 salvage. Yeah, it's a bit of a gamble, but... I buy those religiously, and that Gear 12 Plus stuff, I never worry about. Like, I never worry about it. Well, you can blame the Illuminati. They've busted me down enough that I just don't trust them anymore with gambling. Too many swipings in my life. So, uh, anything else, Avant, you got got for gear? I thought that would have been an interesting topic on, what you know, what's the status of of gear for, for people right now? In the words of Kylo Ren, more, more, more. more. Dark side, and do it. Also, all right. So now that we've done that, let's go into three v three. So we wrapped it up, folks. We went into we 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 went into three v three. Some of us conquered, some of us didn't, some of us broke even, but. In this last three v three, let's kind of go around the panel. What did you, uh, what did you learn? What do you think of this Datacron set? What worked really well? What didn't work? And what will you never try again? Mm. Bob, Can let's start? start with you. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Bob. Everything didn't work. What I would do again is everything <laughs> differently. <laughs> Um, I, I, yeah, I didn't do great. I went to within three matches. These last, I I went up to Kyber two and back to Kyber three twice. I don't know if that's ever been done before, but I did it, and I've never won once in Kyber two. But I'm still a king in Kyber three through it all. I went one and two a couple of times. I think I did two and three. I don't I don't keep track like a lot of people do. I don't even know. You know, I mean, I I, I lose track because I suck so much. But um. I don't know, man. 3v3, I don't really hate. It just um, takes a while to get used to it. And once I start getting used to it and getting back to the counters, it's over again. So I just, um, I don't know. But I, yeah. I, I did all right. Um, we, we can talk about it later, but I did inherit a a cool GAC account. That's eight no, GLs. We will, no, we'll get into that at the end of uh, viewer questions when you want to promote okay. your soon-to-be new and improved GAC stream. But oh. Just to everyone watching, I'm going to have control of an 8GL account. The only thing oh, he doesn't oh. have, it's better to tell you what he doesn't have. He doesn't have Reva. Actually, I have more Reva Shark than he does. And um, he doesn't have Leviathan. That's, wild. That's it. So be looking forward to that in my streams. What a account. My God. Yep. But uh, that, that's about it for me in three v three. It's the same three v three all the time. It's it's what it is, you know. Three v three was a it was a game of runs for for me this season because I went Excuse three and zero. You had the runs. Yes, I played? had the runs. I, oh. I went I went three and zero, zero and three, three and zero. 
what happened was I started at the top of Kyber two. I won all three matches. Kyber I got promoted matches. to I got promoted to Kyber one. I do not have Geolea. Everyone I faced had Geolea. I lost all three all three matches. I went oh. back I went back to Kyber two. Then I won all three of my matches again because no one had Geolea. Yeah. And uh, so the the running joke between uh, Bones and I, every time, because I started in Kyber One and I spent most of most of the time in Kyber One, and then I got squished out. Uh, I got squished out, and then the the dodge meta happened, and I fell. And then I climbed back up when it ended, and I kind of flirted with Kyber One, Kyber Two, and then I just got squished down. But every once in a while, I will go on a streak and I'll get up to Kyber one. And then I, I dropped the, the gif in the, in the discord of John wick where he says, yeah, go, I go. guess I'm thinking I might be possibly be back. <laughs> it seemed a little longer than it. what he said, but we'll go with For it. Some yeah, reason, couple... Whatever he says that it just seems awkward to me in the, in the, in the movie. I did. It's super awkward. awkward. I was like, I love it. But... I love that scene. Cause it's like, Ooh, y'all gonna get it in the butt. Ooh. <laughs> Great movies, man. One of my all-time favorite uh, movies for sure. But yeah, I, I finished I finished three v three, and I am now in Kyber one by like I don't know, maybe like seven points or something. So um, I I learned I cannot beat Leia. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I mean, I, I could beat Leia if I decided I'm going to dump all of my GLs and in, into that one battle. And that just didn't sound fun to me. I did. I did run C with Watt and I was able to kill Drogon. I could not kill R2 because he starts under stealth. So I was able to kill Drogon, and I, I mean, I, I could have cleaned it up, but I had used so much other stuff, and I knew I was going to lose. I I, I kind of went into that match like, uh, whatever, I don't care. I'm just going to like beat a couple of these teams, and then let's see if the C counter works. In 3v3s, it doesn't work. I've heard of some 5v5 counters, but 3v3, it was, it was a fail. It was a, a bad fail. Yeah. I mean, you, there's a specific counter that works, but you have to have optimized modding. You you have to have characters faster than theirs, and the the Drogon Datacron really complicates things. So I'm wondering if it will be more. I'm hoping it will be more manageable when the Datacron expires, um, but we're gonna have to wait three months for that, right? I think you, yeah. you, the the SRKR counter is solid, but it requires Watt and crew or Malikos and crew to do it. Um, and so you can beat it with that. Even with the Datacron, it can be beat. Um, so, but it takes a whole remodding. That's what I, my little, two things I learned. Datacrons in this set are, sh- oh, fuck them. <laughs> because two teams with the Ufu that really, the stacking defense raise were just, Awful to face. Oh my god, uh, those were a fucking nightmare. The stacking awful. defense. Oh my god. The stacking defense is ridiculous. It makes Star Killer almost non-usable. Now in fives, that'll be different because you have yep. more of the team and that won't really yep. matter. Um, but in threes, 
Ray with that cron is just atrocious, especially Dirty. if it's got some defense on it. But even if it doesn't, it's more offensive set. That really makes it, I think, even more deadly because they got all that extra damage and they're stacking defense. So that was lesson one. And then the Ray, I had to I had to do a, a, a remod because of that. I had to go SLKR, but instead of the hard piping SLKR I had with offense, you know, with less speed, I had to flip it again, like the old days where it's health and speed set with five. I've got 582 speed and 12k plus damage, you know, and all that stuff. Um, make him beefy, make him hit not as hard, but it's faster so you can poke dragons. Yeah, you know, and, and then you need crew and you need water, you need Malakos and his Kron because that will just burn through their shit. Um, so that was the other lesson. And Leia, Leia is ridiculous. I think what you said is absolutely a hundred thousand percent. Like, I got to the finals, I was in Kyber One and I had to win to stay in Kyber One. And then I just I had a, an opponent that had these Krons and stuff. I'm just like, nope. I'll just drop to Kyber 2. I'm not even going to attempt it. I tried the Ray one. Awful. <laughs> like, mm-mm. no, okay, you win. I just gave up at that point. I was like, I'm not even going to stress about this. I'm not even going to try. Um, so, yeah, and after that, that's when I said, okay, if we're going to be doing this again, then uh, there's certain datacrons um, and then change some some modding on some characters to counter it um so next threes i won't be worried about i won't be worried about leia they can have whatever they want on it but raise a different story i think that's going to probably get the uh might get the cal treatment i don't know yet i'm still thinking about what i want to use against her i may just go GMK with that stacking cron i'm i'm still wary of of star killer because you've the match goes on a little quicker you can kind of get palpatine moving a lot quicker in fives and threes but i just I well the, the thing is you've got a tank see one of the counters the, the problem with that was they were under a lot of jtrs and if she landed that ability block in palpatine you're fucked because hey. there's no way to survive the damage from the ray and you you know if that didn't happen then you i won like you know i won those all those matches where that didn't happen if it did happen i would just basically like, well let me just see what's going to be the and he's dead okay that's not good um, one match I salvaged it because it's just the way the RNG was. The other two, I was like, oh, that's a loss. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's threes, but in fives, you've got your tank there and you've got the revive capability depending on who, how they die. Right. So, uh, it's a lot easier to control. You got more options. You're protecting the characters from, you know, the JTR bullshit and the other crap that's going on. Five Star Killer is much stronger versus Ray. It doesn't really matter what the Kron is, especially if you've got a high armor pen. You know that one of those really nice armor pen offense. You know, you know those those Krons that can really dish out the damage because they're going to hit bloody hard against that. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, for three v three, I went one and two, two and one, three and zero. Oh. So I finished at six and three. I will highlight the last three matches because I know Avant, you'd ask me a question in chat at one point, and I looked at the bracket. I saw I had a a couple. There was definitely a couple other layers in there, so that was concerning. So I I thought, you know what, I'm I'm gonna try something that I've heard about and see if it works and lo and behold it did i for the last three rounds my lord vader team was lord vader maul and reva with a really good unaligned force user cron and nobody one shot it avant 
not one. It, it got holds every match. The first round, they used Jedi Master Luke, Jedi Revan, and Grandmaster Yoda. They happened to take out Maul. And then even with Lord Vader and Reva, they still cleaned it up with uh, Fennec, Grief, and Mando. Mm. Um, the second round, I think it had like three or four holds. They finally said fuck it and killed it with Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. And then the last match, my opponent didn't have Leia, saw that I had Leia, killed my Leia, and then quit. And that was it. So um, I would only try that in 3v3. I definitely wouldn't put Reva with Vader in 5v5. Absolutely not. Um, the other team that I that I did try was um, Aiden. Scout Trooper and Stormtrooper with a really good Trooper Cron, especially the uh, at the start of their first turn, Imperial Trooper Allies gain offense equal to 400% of their current defense, and the Cron had 313% defense. So two different times they used Reva to kill that. So I went, hey, to me, that's a win. That is a win. You, you used Reva to, to beat an Iden Trooper team? I see, I like, you know... I'm going to quote the Hulk. I see this as an absolute win. I would not trifle with that Iden squad, though. That squad sounds like it will punch you in the nuts. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I need to stop doing, and I don't know why I keep doing it, is putting Wookiees on defense because it's just Bad Batch food. It's literally just, here it is, just kill it. That's and... not a bad strategy if you're trying to force them to use Bad Batch there and have a team that Bad Batch would be effective in the back wall where they're like, well, I wish I had Bad yeah. Batch. It will you, draw. It will draw it out. Yeah. Are you hearing this, Bones? Yeah, Bobby, you hearing all this about Bad Batch? This is why I brought it up. No, no, I'm not. Nothing to do with Bad Batch. <laughs> That's when I tuned out. Was when I heard bad. And never again. I tried to be cute. It got one hold at one point, but I'm still never ever gonna fucking do it again. I'm never putting Ewoks on defense ever again. Somehow it got a hold. I don't know how, but after that, it just got smoked. So, did it? I went is six it the, and three. Is it the Nisacron? Did you have the Nisacron? Yeah, I did. I That's gave the good one. It, right it, it, they, pro they probably looked at it and were like, oh, yeah, I can beat that. And then the turn meter train got going, and they're like, okay, well, that didn't go how I wanted it to. Well, I think earlier in 3v3, it did. It got a hold. I don't remember from who, but after that, it was pretty much exclusively people just Imperial Troopered it. And it was mm. just dead. So, um, but I went six and three. I'm sitting semi decently in Kyber One. If I, you know, the first round of 5v5, I, if I go 0 and 3, I'll, I'll be back in Kyber Two again. So I've got a little bit of a buffer. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was my get matched up. I would love to get matched up with you. After I get Leia, of course. Uh, yes. No. Make sure you have. Yeah. Please make sure you have Leia. And my goal as is to have Leia, I want her ready by the the start of the next round. I, I should have her ready. As for Leia, I did. I did want to um, actually sh show this one because the last round, um, my opponent attacked me once, and all he did was attack my Leia. He beat it, and then he didn't do anything else. I think it was one of those. All right, you've got Leia, but fuck you, I'm going to beat it, but that's all I'm going to do. 
He did. He beat it with uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, First Order Stormtrooper, and Armor. And that one shot, he, he took it out. I mean, the crown that he put on the team, which this is going to make a lot of sense, 144.7% defense and 72.54 crit damage. Yeah, so you poke Drogon, stun him, that's, you know... I mean, yeah, yeah I, mean, I got the Drogon Cron. I'm I'm getting first turn, but once once you stun him, it, and yeah. you can if you kill him, he's dead. There's no revive. So yeah, and the way Kylo ramps up with that with whether it's yeah armor makes total sense. Or you get the ingots on, protected. You know, uh, so yeah. That, I mean, it takes too long for Leia to get to her ultimate. Yeah, you're gonna get in three B threes. Like her ultimate is not incredibly useful in three. In fives, oh my god, gonna be a little different. <laughs> yeah, we. I was talking about this uh, off off stream before we started, but in fives, I I tried a uh, JML and and Jedi Cal comp, and I I killed Drogan and I killed R two D two, and then Leia called her ultimate and just revived everyone, and I was like. Yeah. Okay. That's why she's. That's why she's good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone's back, and now. Well, in fives, you're either gonna have to you're gonna have to remod your SLKRs to be faster. Yeah. Uh, to 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 overcome that, or you're, you're and with the combination of SLKR whatever you're using, or it's gonna be Lord Vader. You know, just wearing them down with the, the, a team with Lord Schmader. So I mean, that's really what this. Are the hard counters to Leia is so far is those two GLs. Um, unless you're gonna try a two-shot where you go in there with C and try to burn out Drogan and the rest and leave Leia for a cleanup. That's pretty much your only options, you know. So well, now that we've covered 3v3, we're next week we're gonna be looking at 5v5. Um Yvonne, is your is your Leia gonna be up and running for 5v5 or no? I don't she's know gonna be. She'll she'll be at relic, and then I don't know what relic level she'll be at, because uh, I I just like I just took Drogon to R seven. I just took Scout Trooper to R seven. I just took Jedi Cal to R seven. So I, I'm like very signal data poor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my hope my hope is to get her to R five so I can start doing some of the ultimate um, ultimate mat. Uh, matches and then still use the Drogon Datacron with with her. So, I mean, you'll still be able to offensively take something out. That's decent with it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I might slap it on defense and let someone deal with it because she's a pain in the ass. I think that would be your best bet. Like for instance, for this five e five, I'm I'm gonna obviously use the Drogon Cron, but it's gonna be Leia. Drogon, R2, Han, Chewie. That's going on defense. Mm, and I I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you deal with that. that. And I'm I'm gonna let you deal with it. So not only is Drogon gonna go first, but Han's gonna shoot first. <laughs> and then Chewie's gonna put guard on yeah. So I'm just thinking that team on defense, like good luck. Yeah, even with the way they wrote the kit, that that team still Gives me a stomachache thinking about that. That sounds disgusting. But yeah, my my strategy is going to be non ultimate Leia, 
I'm going to put her on defense, and I'm going to make you decide, do I think I can beat this, or should I strong arm it with something? Because if you underestimate it because there's no, no ultimate, I feel like it's still going to be really good. Drogon is still going to nuke someone. I just, and that's the thing. I even think without the ultimate, you can't take that team lightly. Because if you do, Drogon's going to pop out his little blaster, and he's going to snipe somebody in the face, and... It's just gonna be. If it's just gonna be bad news. If your opponent's an idiot like me, I don't even look to see if they have an ultimate. I just go on in. Fuck it. Or you could do what Bob does: just walk in with complete reckless abandon, give zero fucks as to what derp, I'm dealing derp, with. Thank God for my chat. Chat is Bang, really the one that yeah. win the games. Win the I went pew pew. It was good. <laughs> I. <laughs> The force is with what me, is, man. I just click and things happen, and a lot of times it goes my way. You are literally Chirrut Imway. You are blindly going through fights, just walking with your eyes closed, pushing <laughs> buttons. I'm one I'm with one the force. With the pulse is one with me. I'm yeah. one with the pulse. The pulse is one with me. He's my Star Wars spirit person, for sure. Yep. Ranger, what are you? Uh, what are you looking at for this five v five? What do you? What do you like? Uh, everything's going to be the same other than Leia. So I'm going to go with the Leia team. I won't have her ultimate done until the, not this first round of GAC, but the ultimate will be done before the second round of GAC. So I'll have that done. Um, but I've already got my counters laid up for that. So I've already thought about Leia. I mean, I'm going to go with a Han Chewie combination. But um, yeah, so it'll be, you know, job, I'll say the defense, uh, make him use that GMK, you know, use use something there. If you want to two shot with Night Sisters or use Night Sisters, go for it. But I'm just, you know, thinking of the, those kind of things. Ray, for sure. I'm going to go with my shitty-ass Ray team with the, the defense, with Barris and everything like that. that none of that's going to change. The only thing that's going to change is, um, you know, using um, – have my SRKR set up to go after Leia with Malikos and Watt and crew and, you know, maybe uh, one other First Order. I'm still thinking about that. But to have that team set up to where it's like, mm-hmm. You want to put Lay down? I got something for your ass, yeah. you know. Or um, and and keep Lord Vader on defense because again, I like pulling because the counters I use, I'll still use Star Killer versus Ray, so that takes care of that, and and then go down the line. And I'm not worried about Malgus because I've got uh, Gingivitis in there, so it's like okay, Vasily, Gingivitis, get in there, do some work. I, I, heard that one yet. <laughs> I cannot wait. I finally have my Malgus issue salt. I like. I'm like, yep. No, I'm gonna worry about that team no more. No, just go with your, with your homies, uh, Basil and the rest, and just go take it out, and then let him do his thing because you know he's he's hard counter to that, and then that frees up Steve to go run solo on gas or you know whatever I need it for. So Ray will still get this. So the off meta counters will be there. You know, Lord Vader. You know, if I'm gonna be using the SLKR against that, I'll have to pull probably go. You know, something hard for JML. But Fives, I can do a lot of good work with my bounty hunters because Fives and like Threes, I've got Boss sitting there with, you know, that can take the fracture and stuff. And and so I usually go bounty hunters hard against uh, Lord Vader, um, even with Thrawn, even with, you know, that. So, um, yeah, we'll, 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 it, the only thing that changes is what am I doing for Leia? And that's the only thing that I really have to worry about. The rest of the counters are not changing. The Datacrons, we've been dealing with them. So that's the big thing is, what am I going to do if they got Leia? That's going to be the big thing. Here's a question. In in threes, I, I tried this out, and it 
it it worked wonders. In threes, I was I was using Seer, Baby Cal, and Malakos with the Malakos Kron against. More often than not, I was always facing um, Lord Vader, Thrawn, and Maul, and I was smoking Lord Vader with that with that team with Seer, Baby yeah. Cal, and Malakos. Do you think that's going to work in fives? If you add Fulcrum and Kylo Ren unmasked, it can, but it can get, it can go either way because Maul's going to go ape shit more than he does in threes and you're going to probably have two tanks sitting there that you have to get around which is going to be annoying as dog shit and why that's happening one of your characters is going to get fractured and that's going to suck nuts um so it can work if you get the right rng and and everything you can dominate it or you could have oopsie and you're just watching your team get obliterated by maul and vader at the same time it gets really <laughs> out of hand but the cleanses allow you to get through Vader, but Maul's the the factor there. And when he's doing his shit, especially if he's hitting like Malakos, or if he goes after Malakos, you're in big oopsie truck problems. Because if yeah. he takes, he goes after Malakos first, you are going to take it in the face after that. Because then you just cannot do significant enough damage outside of Seer and Fulcrum consistently to try to burn through the tanks to get to the other characters. So it's it's a risk. How are you? Uh, how's everybody liking Malakos and GAC? It, it's that like God, damn. With his Datacron, are you kidding me? He's a monster. I mean, he's homeboy. a monster without it. That dude, that dude rakes, dude. He is unbelievable. Yo, homeboy is doing some work. I've not used him on offense, but on defense, the ones I face with the Malakos Datacron, oh man, it my counter was sideways fast. Like the, the easiest, the easiest comp I faced was Seer, Malakos, and um, Cal. I get made that squad. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't have the Malakos Kron. And then I saw another one with the Malakos Kron, and I went to do damage, and I was like, "Oh no, it didn't work." And then Malakos just said. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. He just starts chucking rocks and oh, yeah, next what? you know, you're picking up your teeth. Yeah. He's nasty. Yeah. He's really He's very, nasty. very good. Especially Relic Seven, Relic Eight, he will yeah, slam. I got mine Relic Eight. He's he he will put out damage. I'm I'm a jet I I put my Malacos to Relic Nine. Go just go on your yacht and get out of here. Just to just because I, I mean, was it probably a waste? Yeah. It, yeah I mean, it, was, it, yeah. it gave him a lot more survivability. I mean, a little bit, but it's not. Yeah. It, Relic nines are always tough. I mean, because you have to be very strategic with them. I always tell people go with tanks with ships, then tanks. And then you have your required characters that you have to do. So there's those are always going to be a part of it. And then think your GLs. JML wants his Relic nine. Ray definitely wants a Relic 9. And then from there, it's kind of debatable, but Lord Vader, Jabba. But then after that, it, you do get benefits, but it's nothing even close to the, the the top end of the list of what you get. Like Leia, JML, no-brainers. Those are those are Relic 9s that you want to put on there. The, the significance of those Relic 9s is huge. Ray, because she takes a mighty big step from Relic 8 to 9 with her damage. 
and with these datacrons and that all that amplification, and you're wondering why did my Starkiller team just die in one hit? Well, now you know it's a Relic Nine Ray with a datacron. You're going to get smoked. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's happened to me. Relic Nine Ray. I'm like, oh, will it work? And then she throws the saber, and you're like, oh my god. Uh, no, how are you? Uh, how are you guys doing with your off-fleet meta counters now that the Marauder is in game? What's when? What's been your experience with the Marauder? All right, Avant, go ahead, go first. You were just you're like lately. All of three v three, I set Leviathan, Executor, and Profundity on defense. And if you set two, most people save their Profundity and set Leviathan and Executor, and I can beat those two fleets with not off meta counters. I've been using the uh, Thrawn Scythe counter for Leviathan. Yes, and I, that, that has come in clutch for me, absolutely. And it's easier to beat the comp with the Sith Fighter. Um, so please keep doing that to my opponents out there. Um, and then for Leviathan, or not Leviathan, I'm sorry, Executor, the triple attacker Executor. I've been using Negotiator, yep, uh, uh, Marauder, Anakin, and my. I know people use Plo Koon. My Plo Koon is like Gear Eight and doesn't work. So I've been doing Anakin and Ahsoka with the Marauder, and I have won that match. I think all but one time. So. It works very well. How do you counter well, that? If you see someone put that on defense, how do you counter this Marauder team? I used Malevolence. You just have to go after the Marauder last because if you try to kill the Marauder first, it'll basically it'll revive. It'll revive. So it, it's the same strategy. You, you want to try to land Buzz Droids and just kill Anakin. If you kill Anakin, the match is much much easier um but usually the the ai when you take the negotiator fleet in the ai for the executor will attack ahsoka yeah or i noticed that which pisses anakin off and then he gets a bonus turn or they attack the marauder which is best case scenario and mm -hmm. then and then you get a bonus turn and then you just feed turn meter with your aoe from from negotiator and then it from there you get valor and it just you just keep going and going and it works out fine well it's, it's like when the marauder came out i was shocked that's why Yvonne, i messaged you during you know when we're in the midst of gac and i'm like man and i hadn't seen it in a while and i'm like man i just got the fuck you fleet defense and I've got the counters. I'm just not comfortable with them. And then you kind of gave me some tips. So again, I gotta tip my cap to you, sir, because uh, I uh, he placed the fuck you defense. And in the end, I told that player to go fuck themselves because I beat all three of their capital ships. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't, I don't do that shit. So I put negotiator and malevolence and and the other fleets on defense. I keep my top three fleets. I just got tired of the counters because you just get that bad RNG and you're basically bone plus. Yeah, I average I average seventy three to seventy five on victories. It's like Leviathan profundity. They could put all three down. I'm like, fuck you. I got those fleets too, and I know what to do. You're in big trouble because I'm going to counter the shit out of you with my main fleet. So I don't do the counters anymore just because they're solid. 
And if you have them and use them, they're great. But if they go shitty, they go shitty fast. And oh boy, and it's and then you're basically boned, you know, especially like with the executor or something where they've got turn meters, like, oh my sweet Jesus. You know, so uh, for me, it's like, nah, fuck you. You want to put all your shit down on defense? Good luck with my fleets on defense because this I've got Marauder on defense and Empire and shit on defense. <laughs> go deal with that. I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to get 73 to 75 banners, and I'm going to enjoy life. Lick my ass. Yeah. But would you say that the the Empire counter against Leviathan is a little less of a headache than a mirror match? Not for me, because I've even if they go first, I know what to use. And because I've dealt with it enough, it's like I'm still gonna bring shuttle in, I'm still gonna do the same way because they didn't even get to ultimate, but I've killed all their ships and I've got my five ships sitting there and I'm still gonna win. So uh, for me, it's like it's a no brainer. I just got really accustomed to that empire counter, and it's great, it, it, works. Know, it, it, every, it works every time. But the like time it, it doesn't work, you're going to be like, oh, man. I know. I, know, that, I, know. I say that now, knock on wood. There's going to be that one match where I go, ha, ha, you're Leviathan. And then I'm going to go. See, in, in that case, I hope that your RNG is also screwed against my ships. And then I, I hope, like, because this happened to me in one of my matches where my opponent set Leviathan and Executor I beat all their sh- all their fleets, and they failed against my Leviathan, and then they four attacked it and couldn't clear it. And so it was just like, it with with those GL ships, if you mess up, like you don't, there isn't like a plan B. <laughs> no, there really isn't. <laughs> there really isn't. The, the, the only plan B is like you've taken out two of the main ships, and you could maybe scrape together something with. Malevolence, or uh, if it's executor, I usually use first order to clean that up. But yeah, it's good cleanup. And that's what always scares me about the profundity against the trip attacker. Because if you don't Ugh. get the assists, Ugh. you don't get Zandu blood out. More often than not, you're fucked. Well, the only that the- battle will go sideways very well, quick. Well, if you don't get the call and assist in the first one, I always go after you know IG. That's my strategy. Oh, really? You always go for IG first? I always go for IG first. because you, ha- you have to. Xanadu's stealth. Yeah, he's going to be stealth. So you go after IG. Even if I don't get a lot of call assists on the first turn, I know that it's going to flip because once because now my you know Outrider's going, I'm going to launch the missiles. I'll get some calls and assists there. At worst case, he's ability blocked. At, at best case, he's dead. You know, by the second oh, turn, some, I always did that um, that health special to unstealth him. Uh, I go, uh-uh, I oh, go full call right into IG. Right. I go, then, I go right into that, get him out of there because you're going to survive the hit after that. If you get IG out of there, then you've won because it's you can, game over at that point. You, you can still do a two and get no assists and then get nuked on the next turn. It can happen, and that's the reason I stopped setting. Uh, or stop saving my GL fleets to attack because I was like, great. I just wasted my profundity on an executor fleet. See, that, that's what I've been doing in GAC fleet defense. I've been placing Leviathan, um, General Grievous's ship, and then something else. But the the like, I'm going to clear your fucking ships. Like, I'm I am not going to get stuck behind fucking ships ever again. Yeah. yeah, but try the IG strat. It really works. You can no, just I will. I'm, no, next GAC, it, it I'm going to try that. 
because you're getting high probability of assists on that first hit on IG and you're going to do some damage with him with it regardless. And then Outrider's going next and he's going to launch those missiles and either the ship's going to die or he's going to be in the red. Your next turn AOE with Millennium Falcon, he's going to go down nine times out of 10. You can, I've had it happen at a 99 out of a hundred <laughs> where it's like dodge, dodge, dodge. You're like, well, fuck you. You know, it's yeah. like, what's the point, yeah. you know, <laughs> but I like that strategy then, then because if you use the heal, yeah, you get, you know, Cad Bane sitting there, but then you're relying on the RNG on that next attack to get multiple hits in to take him out, right? I like going after IG. It works a lot better. It's what we do in TW. It's a high, right. higher rate of, of win rate. But yeah, I mean, I like the counters. I like if you don't have a certain fleet that you can use some of these fleets to take him out, but I don't fuck around with fleets anymore. It's like, I don't care what you put. I got my three big boys and I'm going to take your shit out. You can kiss my ass. I'm getting my 70 banners <laughs> and I'm not even going to stress about it, you know, because uh, I've had those counters. No, I totally get that. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So both stats are legit, but it just depends on where you're at, what fleets you have, what do you got? To, what do you have to use? I mean, Mirage is your yeah, I'll definitely do that. I will go after IG next time and, and see how that because man, I see that triple attacker fleet. And I'm just like, uh, oh no, I'm just like this. Yay. <laughs> you know, because I already know what I'm doing. And then it's like Leviathan's like, okay. I know what happens. Either if I go first, I know I'm gonna win. If he goes first, I'm like, okay, I'm still okay. Because I'm gonna bring in shuttle, they're gonna bring in the Mark Six. I'm gonna be burning down their tank. He's going out of there, then I'm burning out the you know, the the Sith fighter. So usually they're down to two ships, even if they're ahead of me. Okay, they get the ultimate. They got two. They got two ships, and I brought in my Mark Six. Bye bye. You know, next ship, and then it's like you know they may get a, another call and assist in. But I've burned through that entire fleet. The worst case scenario is I have Leviathan left over uh, with the Mark Six sitting there, and that's easy peasy cleanup for any fleet that you have left over. So that's the yeah. worst worst case scenario. And then I've only had that scenario happen to me in Fleet Arena. After you know a billion battles, like okay, that scenario played out. It was going to eventually, but that's fine. All right. Has anyone a ranger? I don't know if, if I don't know how long you've had Jedi Knight Cal, but um, a long time. Yes, he's Avant. I, I didn't get him the first time. Just went through um, TB. Um, tried my first mission with Jedi Cal, and believe it or not, I I did I did not make it. I don't know. If, I mean, again. He's a new tune. I, I should have looked up a video. I know. I didn't. I, I looked up a video. What the fuck? I know. I know, right? I should have looked something up. I looked up a video. I got through wave one fine. I got to wave two. And uh, they just both went straight after Cal. Like, Cal went, got targeted. Yeah. And I, I know. I was like, I was. So I, I got my stacks of, uh, what is it? Uh whatever his stacks are that he builds up. I was one turn away from insta-killing uh, Second Sister, and they were just like, uh, hey, Cal, dead. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man. They changed something, because when I did the Cal event the first time, man, it was just doing... The only thing was figuring out the, you know, the, the thing for the last battle, right? That's crazy. So they had to change some shit on it, because it was that, more that, about this. Experience yeah. because I had zero issues with that. And most like, that Ranger, that, that's the reason why I didn't look anything up. I'm thinking, all right, my, my Sears Relic 7, very well modded. I worked on my mods Jesus for a Christ. hot minute before um, bef before Jedi Knight Cal Kestis came out. 
I mean, he's at over 300 speed with over 100k health. His damage is really good, and he's relic eight. And I didn't make it. Yeah, my my what ray. Yeah, or yeah. When when my cow died, my seer Junda had full health and like half of her protection. They focused down my Jedi Knight cow, and I'm like, wh- like I'm watching his health get deleted, and I'm going, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? It Does that happen matter. every time, or? Oh no! It's that's the first time I've I tried that mission with Jedi Knight Cal. Okay. Same. Yeah. In fact, I'll I, I will I'll 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 pull him up real quick. He's yeah he's he's relic eight. Um. Man, I know regular one hundred and three thousand K health, sixty K protection, three hundred eight speed. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of modding or I I'd, I'd have to look at that because. Uh, Karth has a video. I'll link it to you guys on like modding and stuff like that. So, yeah, you should be able to to handle that. Now, if it's normal, Cal, if it's normal, Cal, I can't help you. You're just RNGing the shit out of that. I don't care yeah. what level they're well, at. I was so. so excited to do it. Like, oh man, I finally got this toy. I there is a modding specifically. Mod you need for the, yeah, there's a specific modding you need for that for survivability yeah. and stuff like that. Plus. Yeah, I'll have to link that, guys. I'm going to go look for it. I even went to my guild and was like, guys, I'm really sorry. And a couple other people were like, yeah, that was my first try, too, and I got fucking smoked. I was like, wow, what is happening? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't have I don't have mine modded with all health sets, which is which would probably help me. I did an offense in a health set. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not butthurt about it. I... Yeah, Playbook's got a video out there you guys should check out. Uh, I was I was one move away from killing Second Sister. If I would have killed Second Sister, Cal could have healed himself back up over time, and I would have uh, been fine. Yeah. Okay, so I, here's, I, here's something. So um, for Monty, for Sierra, you want her 270 speed. You want 100K protect. These are minimums. Health, defense sets. Cal, you want 285 plus speed with 125K health. All health sets and all health primaries. Um, and then okay. uh, that makes a little more sense because mine is a yeah. uh, modded for um speed and health, yeah. You gotta, you gotta look, yeah. 103 is the person in chat, uh, Rook Aaron's right, it's 103k is too low, so you want these are the minimums you want, um, and so you have to remod Cal for this specifically. So, um, all right, I can do that, yeah. And Playbook's got a, a video on it, and there's a strategy, yeah. So we've got, I'll give them Leia's mods and just be like, here you go. Yeah. But for that specific, I mean, I'm going to have to change some mods on my Cal cause I've got to set it for offense, but I've got to remove, put some mods on him because not for this TV, but for the next one, uh, I'll lock in JC, but then I'm going to switch mods for Cal Jedi yeah, for, for the, for the mission and have a loadout for him for help. Oh, man, he makes Jedi. Like he just makes oh, Jedi yeah. Master Luke so much more fun to play with. Like, it's well, not just... even Jedi Master Luke, man. You can use him with Jedi Revan and Bastion yeah. them and just go destroy some shit. I mean, it just it's especially with the Kron right now. Oh my god, it's just yeah. It's... I didn't oh. get to use him in this last GAC. I got to use him in uh, TB, and I'm now using him in Conquest, which is which is fun. So I'm getting to, I'm getting to use him a little bit here and there. But this next five e five. I'm looking forward to seeing my first Malgus team and going, yeah, 
I'm yeah, gonna go Basti lead with Cal. Have GK in there because you're not. I mean, I use Mace with my uh, JMK. So hold on, you use a you, wait a minute for for Malgus and five v five. So you're using a Basti lead, right? Because the they're going to get ahead of you. It's just the way it bonus is turn extra, meter, bonus yeah. turn meter and stuff. You want that extra protection plus the tenacity to do all the resisting of the debuffs that she gives, um, and it just. They're going to go after GK and look, fine, go hit him. You're not going to land fair everywhere. You're not, Bastila's not landing well, her defense. The rest of the team comp. So it's Bastila, Jedi Knight, Calcast. It's a combo different, it's different combinations. Like you can go Jedi Revan if you really want to be safe. So you can go burn Bastila right away, you know, nasty Basti. Um, but GK, Jolie, Basilid, Cal, and like Revan. I mean, you're just going to eat that team alive. Cal's going to get to his 30 stats. You want to keep him with Jedi Master Luke? Yeah, you want to keep Jedi Luke with JML. Yeah, it's just a solid team. Now, you can put Jedi Luke if you really want to be safe. But, I mean, Jedi Luke, he's extra damage, but his stuns won't work against that team the way it's set up, right? You know, so you're just adding ferocity. So, um, I like, you know, if you're going to go full, just go over public with Cal and you'll be fine. You can go Mace. Mace is fine there too. I, I don't. I don't think that. I just like Mace better with my JMK versus Java. I just think Mace and Shock T. Like yeah. Mace and Jedi Master Kenobi a lot actually too. Yeah, I've actually been thinking about putting him to Relic Nine just because he's a tank and his kit is pretty yeah. good. It's there's no wrong answer. I do like the cleanse with Kenobi, and I like the big hit because you got Cal in there, and he just just. God, he eats so hard, dude. He's just doing crazy damage, even with his basics. Those calls and assists get outrageous. Um, so yeah, there's there's no wrong answer. Mace is good, GK is good. You do want a tank in there because you want that initial hit from um Malgus to hit the tank, right? Um, and then with that 20% extra protection and everything, he's gonna eat that easily. Um, you can Cal's not worried about the fear and stuff. He just in there going doop 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 doop. Do, do. I'm getting the thirty stacks. He take out Malgus and that team just is is oh, toasted. Marathon is so good. Yeah, he's going to eat. He's going to kill and he's going to murder and he's going to keep stacking and he just keeps you just keep sending Cal, burn everybody around and get Malgus out of there. Then you just got Revan and Malik left and you're just like, okay, you're in big trouble. You know, and so. you know that's kind of the other thing that you'd mentioned about three v three. Like I would I would always look for the Malgus team that would have. Darth Talon and Marauder, and I'd go, oh, well, I'm just going to gas that, and that frees my SCE up for something else. Like, in this past 3v3, that scenario presented itself. It was Malgus, Talon, Marauder, and I beat it with gas, and then, for some reason, they placed Jedi Master Luke on defense, and I went, oh, well, SCE and Watt are just going to smoke this. It doesn't matter. They could have go Mal... I didn't matter what combination of Malgus they had, and and, and then... Malik is just pain in the ass, but you just shred him down against the cow. It's going to wear him at his ass out. His big hits are going to wear him out. And if he Before happens to take yeah. out anybody, you're just like, hi, I'm Joe Lee. Revive, you know, fuck you, you know, and bring it back. So, yeah. And that that's the yeah, thing. Jedi Revan in there is why you want him in there. You yeah. reduce him down. Yeah, it, it will do. It, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll handle it. So just burn Basti. Smoke Malgus when the turn comes around, kill Marauder or whoever else they got in there, kill Revan, and then it's like, hi, Malik, you're going to take a beating now, and there's not much you can do about it, you know, so. No, no if I'd known then what I know now, I would I would not have, I would not have waited on Jedi Knight Calcasus. I would have gotten him first go, but. 
Hey, we didn't, I didn't have him. We survived. Avant and I both survived. We did what we had to do, but now we got him, and JAC's going to be a little more interesting. Now, now I'm going to blow some shit up. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're going to do. All right, speaking of blowing shit up, let's blow up some viewer questions. What do we got this week, Avant? Okay, you're going to have to give me a second because we <laughs> talked forever last week. And we stopped. And I want to try to find where we stopped. Yeah, we didn't have any. Oh, for viewer questions. Yeah, we, oh. we didn't have very many new ones this week. And he stopped halfway because it was like the longest show we'd ever had. Yeah, who was on that long. show? It was such a blur. I think it was, it was so long. Last week, wasn't it, wasn't it Swamp? Yeah. It was Swamp, yeah. Yeah. Old Swamp Grass. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the taco question was pretty good. The taco question. Tacos. Let's go get some tacos. Ah, oh, Jesus, man. Why can I not find where to start here? Every time I make tacos, I end up going rogue and just making my own nacho platter. All right, I'm going to start reading some of these, and if these are already ones we've talked about, please just stop me. Okay. You stopped at um, cilantro. Rob. We ended it with cilantro. It was a cilantro. That was question. the last one? Yeah. I remember yeah, I, I even said, oh, we ended the on the cilantro question. I said that. Okay. Mm, okay. Come on. Yep. All you right. One job, man. I I can't like edit the chat. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I used to put them in a separate chat for you, but I quit doing that. I apologize. I'll start doing it again. Okay. Uh, uh, this question is from Mole Maxwell. Thoughts and opinions on manicotti, cheese or spinach, homemade or restaurant? Give it to me right um, out of the microwave. Cheese. <laughs> And that's 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 a restaurant, Ranger. We get a lot of food questions here for some reason. Lots of food questions. Um, I'm gonna go cheese and restaurant. I don't know. I'm I'm in the same boat. Anything with manicotti. Um, I will leave that to the professional chefs. If I want it, I will. And where I live, there are several very good Italian restaurants. So yeah, that's a restaurant thing. I don't have much of a, more of an opinion about manicotti. Well, right, you're the next. I'll go to the next one. Is, so, you know. Next one's from TK. If you started a new business and money was no object, what would you do? Oh, my God. I'm not going to go first on this one. I already, I already know. I've always wanted to just do like a video game, yeah. you know, pop culture, nerdy store, just, you know, enough to pay the bills. And, you know, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, I'd have my own nerd shop. For reals. Yep. I, Safe place. People could come down, huge place, do Warhammer, do D&D, do Magic the Gathering, buy lots of miniatures and memorabilia and comics and all that shit. I'd have one of those stores. Yep. Every action figure, statues, card you know, games. That's, that's kind of the same thing, but I, I would, I would want to make it like a comic book store slash Warhammer slash Magic, Pokemon, wherever people play. But also have like a really nice cafe attached to it, 
where people can get their coffee, maybe a muffin. They can sit down, buy a comic book. They can there's this <laughs> table Bed, where they can read a little bit. You know, be a nice day. <laughs> well, it was either that or a ridiculous sports bar, but those are everywhere. No. I feel like it would be fun if you could make one of those uh, places where people like go to just like blow stuff up, like uh, like like where you can like rent like sledgehammers and like yeah. knock down walls or mm. no, a, a mall that I live nearby has, has one of those places where they bring in like TVs and apply You have to sign a waiver and they put yeah. you like a weird just, like, smash shit or you can go stuff. in there with sticks and hammers and just break shit. Sounds like it would be fun. Play some Limp Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What did Deadpool say? This is what Limp Biscuit did to music in the nineties. Dude, Limp Biscuit <laughs> kicks ass. I'll I'll defend them to the day to this day. That's my uh, man, man. TK's second question is if you could kill any movie character, who would it be? Well, we don't have to ask um old man. <laughs> nope. Probably, uh, what about you, Ranger? Never thought of that before. I mean, what villain's alive? Doesn't have to be a villain. Oh, it could be anybody? Yeah. Could it be the hero that we needed? Nope. <laughs> it's not who I am inside, but what I do. Shut up. <laughs> that's Just a good, say that's it, a good old question. man. Yeah, that's a good question, though. I don't even know. What I did to this city with a couple gallons of gasoline and some bullets. Not about money. Uh, for me, it's Jar Jar, hands down. Die. Like, not just die, you will be dragged out back and you will be summarily executed. Ewoks On public access. access. I would like to ATST some Ewoks. Oof. <laughs> Oof. The Care Bears? Get... Yeah, they gotta go. I don't know. What about Actually, you, no, I take that back. Not even ATSD. I'd go full Thrawn. I'd just bring the fleet in and bombard the planet. Like, oh, you want to eat my troops? Turbo turbo lasers? Just Yeah, just full full fire planetary bombardment. That's a character CG would get my 300, bo- 300 bucks for to whale on is um, Thrawn's captain from the show. Hallian? Oh, fucking day, dude. That Roman gold. Oh, it was so cool. Oh, that guy? Oh, that's yeah. not Captain Pallion. It's Enoch. That's uh, Enoch, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, they just came out today because I clicked Black Series figures. Starkiller just came out today. I'm like, <gasps> I saw that one. I must have him. Does it come with two troopers? Two stormtroopers? There's there's that one, but it's just a solo one where you can just get Starkiller. So oh, I'm okay. just like, oh, just... Star Killer, he looks so good. And then, and then they did Malgus too. I was like, oh, oh, I know what's going on top of my Christmas list. <laughs> Same. Uh, I, I want to get like a hot toy, not hot toys. There's, there's those really expensive ones that are realistic. I know. I bet that's just outside of my budget. It's, yeah, man. it's so expensive, but I want one so bad. We're, we're, we're getting away from the topic here so ranger said he walks i said jar jar bob who who's who's going who's going who's taking a dirt nap pick anyone from the sequel trilogy Just i knew you were gonna say that anyone from that that's the only ones i there's no one really else i don't like in the in the uh i even like jar jar if i like jar jar 
Where can you? You can't go any lower than that. <laughs> Three brothers in the chat says Rose. That just yeah. seems so mean. I don't even want to say that because I do like her, but I don't want to kill her either. I'm just a nice guy. I'm sorry. Uh, what I... about you? Who's 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 uh, who's going bye bye? Can I go to Return of the Jedi and kill Palpatine? Like actually kill Palpatine? There you go. That's a great one. Like so, he can't return. Like just actually kill him. You know why I love Palpatine in that movie? Because the entire time in the end, when he's taunting Luke, he's so fucking arrogant. Yes. He's so arrogant. I, I really didn't like him in Revenge of the Sith. And that was like the worst lightsaber battle. He just walks past Mace and stabs he, three of the, you know, You didn't like his sound? Men. Not the sound. His, the whole, his screams? It was all just awkward. It was terrible. It looked like. When he screamed, I thought we were watching Jurassic Park. I'm like, where's the fucking raptor coming from? <laughs> what the fuck? The, scene, the next question. I, I, I oh, sorry. Think, go ahead. I was just like, I try to think like the most hated person, like in all the cinema. Like, there's someone I really hated. All I can think of well, is like a person from Game of Thrones or something. That's it. Barris Afi wasn't in cinema, so I, I couldn't pick Barris Afi. So. You know what, Jason Voorhees, to, to spare us from four or five more really bad movies, because everything after three sucked. Like, the second the dude took an axe to the head, that should have been it. That should have been it. But that's just me. Uh, our next question was from Aussie Mike, and we kind of already addressed it, but I'll read the question. We're not going to answer it because we already did. Uh, years of asking for Jar Jar, they give us a character of the guy who voices Jar Jar, who has granted a vital role, five minutes of screen time. For context, Ahmed Best is the master, Keller and Beck, and also the voice of actor Jar Jar. So we definitely talked about that, so we don't have to uh, rehash. Uh, next question, Salacious Dumb. Uh, what is the excuse old man will use for not watching Twin Sons? Old man, your excuse. You know, I, I've I got a lot of excuses. Um, <laughs> I have a very demanding job. I have over thirty veteran clients that I look after. Um, he has food to eat. I I do. I I'm very active when I get home. You know, we watch episode family, one. We go out. We go watch live music. You know, food. I, I just have. So much to do, and to be honest, I'm just a forgetful bastard, and I don't remember. So I need a bot or Bob to message me, ping me on Discord. I get home from work, 4 o'clock. Well, no, I get off at 4. I'm, I live 6 minutes from work. So I'm usually home by 4.15, so I need one of them to ping me. That The second I get home, I will watch this episode so you people will stop bitching at me. About I'll, I'll so. ping you, but lower your expectations than what everyone's brought it up to be yeah. so in, in, it's, in it's the thread the, the chat evolved to that's not even the best episode of rebels that you should uh, watch uh jedi knight so that so that's what just am i watching the what they suggested or what you suggest i mean i'm only doing this once <laughs> i'm a busy man see now you have two episodes but they're like 30 minutes long so take like an hour out of your day and watch both uh, i i know yeah so We'll, we'll get you taken care of. All right. uh, Thank you for squaring me away. No problem, bud. 
Second part of uh, Salacious Dumb's question is, do you have a favorite Star Wars-influenced song? Example, Chewbacca by Supernova from Clerk's soundtrack. Seagulls. Bad lip reading. That's a good answer. My favorite. Like, I could... You know what? Whenever I'm having a really bad day, I will actually put that song on when I drive home, and I just feel better. You know? Because... I like the groove and boogie. Yeah. Do they make those anymore? I don't. I haven't seen any. No, they still do bad, bad, li- uh, bad lip reading. Yeah. yeah. No. The funniest one was Leia, the old Leia. That pickle. He's not bullshitting, dude. That was funny. You get hot. I pickle. I say pickle. This is like oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Let's see. Lots of talk about tacos and discussion. I think we've covered that subject. Yeah, we're good on tacos. Let's move on from the tacos. Okay, Drew. If you were in the Star Wars universe, what profession do you think you would have? And why would old man Logan be Jar Jar's assistant? (laughs) Me, you can go fuck yourself. That would not happen. Okay, but I would what, rather be what, a strung out person in the bottom of Coruscant selling death sticks. That was mine. I'd probably you actually want to do that? No, but that's probably what I would do. I, I have no skills in life, but, but this right here, which I wouldn't call a skill. So <laughs> I'd probably end up resorting to selling death sticks. Dex, I'd be running a diner somewhere and Kenobi would come visit me every now and again. And Jar Jar's his waitress. No, Jar Jar's washing my fucking dishes. He's he's the main course for the night. Are you kidding me? If I want business, I don't want that fucker talking to my customers. And all your plates are sticky and slimy. That's, that's he- enough. Move along. <laughs> I feel like I would be. Uh, uh, I can't think of the like what it's called, but what what is a. Uh, uh, it's in the guy in Mando season two who wears Boba Fett's armor. Oh, the Marshal. The Marshal, yeah. I feel like that'd be a pretty sweet... Yeah, yeah. I'd go with that. I could see you doing that, Avant. Yeah. yeah. Chilling, chilling in a yeah. town of like 100 people and being a Marshal. I'll like run two, your saloon. I have three pieces of armor that aren't doing anything for you, but they're hanging Literally. off. Literally. But you look badass. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he was looking badass, yeah. but he had some cool armor on. Speaking of that, when are we getting him? Uh, we should have him already. That would be nice. Ranger, what about you? What would what would you be? I'd be a Mandalorian. Fair. Yeah. I'd be bounty hunting. He already owns this. I mean, he already knows what it takes to wear the damn suit. Yeah. Drink a lot of water and stretch. It's it's the coolest occupation and coolest person in the galaxy, I agree. Uh, Pico Burrito says Twin Sons isn't even the best Rebels episode. Mission to Malachor is amazing. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. It's, yeah, the fight between Ahsoka and Vader, man. My God. Yeah, man. that was. Who are you? You may call me Old Master. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Sorry, I, people. We love you as viewers, but please keep the comments and the chat in the general section. It is so hard for me yeah, to read I through know, podcast I was comments. I mention that too. I noticed that if like 
if you want to like comments and questions like i we should edit that for just questions so leave the comments to the general chat and the questions for the question section because then we have to like weed through all this shit like a farmer and it, it becomes severely taxing i'll try to start right. weeding all that out bones Bodie will do it Bodie will start like giving severe lip service to people that don't follow the rules he does that bones i'm gonna let you answer this question this is from garuka can someone explain to me why there's so much hate about the ray and kylo movies oh my god i get it that you like one movie better than the other but somehow these movies seem to trigger people to be clear i'm no star wars expert so i need everyone to go get a drink sit down for a couple hours because here we go um, no, I'm just kidding. It's it's bad writing, everyone. It has nothing to do with. I like the way Kylo looks. I like how Ray looks. The characters themselves aren't bad. It just the cinematography was beautiful. It's just writing, and I think some of the writers didn't like some of my favorite characters, and they were just. I mean, you need one image for that. It's Luke sucking off the sea cow down by the shore, and it's all over his face. I mean, that's all you need to know. That's that's all I gotta say. I mean, we can all right. Be here I'm gonna leave the answer at that so that we don't have a 45 minute discussion about the sequels <laughs> that we've all had seven trillion times, and no one's gonna no, change the other side's add, mind either. By the way, for all of you people that like to break my balls about Jar Jar, can we start throwing in more of those questions of those episodes as to why Bob has such a disdain? I mean, can we can we spread the ridicule around just a little bit, just a tad? You know, Notice Avant never gets any ridicule ever. No one that's says because not really hold any horrid, strong opinions about certain. That's, that's because I'm logical and level-headed, and it drives and me insane. And we are not. Like he's just one way. He's never sad or mad. He's just Avant. He's always like I'm always happy. But God, man, I gotta get. I've we gotta get it out. Somebody, Brandon, did you did you like the last three movies? Uh, I thought seven was fine, actually. Seven set up a lot of good stuff, um, and I actually liked where the yeah it was a remake of episode. I didn't mind that so much. I thought, but Finn was a fascinating character, and Ray at that time was a really fascinating character. All of them were, and I thought, okay, there's some new characters, some new direction. Yeah, we eat Star Killer Bait. Oh, fuck it, you know. But it set up this world, and then we got eight. And it just, <sighs> yeah, it set it backwards. It went negative. It was completely like, what are we doing here? I mean, there's parts of eight that I really like. I still love the throne room scene. I think that's one of the best. Yeah, it's amazing. Had. It was good. Um, but the Luke stuff is just like, God almighty, just get the fuck out of here. And then nine was okay, but the problem with nine is it was trying to solve all the issues that eight had brought in. So it took away from that movie. And they lost track from eight and nine to all this great stuff. And when they made Ray a Palpatine, I was like, fuck off this shit. Because <laughs> if they had left Ray as just some nobody that had had all this responsibility thrust on her, that think that would have made her character much more appealing to the everyday person but making her a palpatine and all this shit it's like get the fuck out of here you know and it's just like no bringing i agree the writing was bad like let him you know just 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 no and they they they've they shit the bed on finn they had so much opportunity there same thing with poe it's like you know just 
I don't know, like Finn, after the second movie, they just, man, they're just side eh, characters. Like, no. it's yeah. Like, yeah. But, I mean, like Nine, the camaraderie that those guys had, I really liked. But it was too little too late. Like, you know, the yeah. beginning of that movie, I was like, that's some really good stuff. But it's like, it, and there's just too much ridiculousness in there. I mean, there's there's moments in those movies that are really fantastic. But the writing overall, it was too disjunction. Uh, it just did not match with one another and you can tell and they try to cram too much shit and they try to do too much shit and solve too much shit and it just really takes away I think episode in eight and nine because seven was fine i really liked seven i thought seven was pretty solid i mean i can get people's criticism but i'm like okay we got all these great characters great storyline new arc let's see where this goes it didn't go anywhere so it's like yeah that's why i have problems with eight and nine I didn't like when Palpatine came back because that takes away from all the meaning of it. Really did. I, as soon as they said Palpatine was back, I was like, "No, that's not somehow the Palpatine returned." <laughs> no, except somehow Palpatine's re- like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, Brian Johnson made a Brian Johnson movie. He and he did all this crazy shit, you know. With the way the way they handled Luke was just dirty. It you was. Know, it just even, even Mark Hamill didn't like. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. he was doing. Yeah, he was. I remember before the movie even came out, he would say things in interviews I, I, I thought were weird, but maybe I just thought it was me. But then, yeah, you go back and he was like telling people. No, he no, literally did not like up. the direction. They took his character. No, it's just not who Luke is. And if you've read the Legends books, all of them, like I have, it's just so many missed opportunities. They, really, they, they, yeah, they really shit the bed with Luke. And that's, uh, that's unfortunate because they could have gone in so many different directions and they. Went the direction they did is like, uh-huh. I feel like there, there's, there's another greatly missed opportunity. And when I saw it, I went, "Are you fucking serious?" They had Wedge in the Millennium Falcon. Wedge should have been piloting his own goddamn X-wing, showing up and being Blowing side side by side with Poe. And just shooting down fucking TIE fighters. I know. She's like, hey, kid, watch this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, you think you're good? Dude, do you know about the Battle of Endor? Because I was running that shit. Well, the other thing, too, is like, you know, Kyle was supposed to be an amalgamation of Jason Solo from the Legends book. But if you saw how Darth Cadus was handled in the books and his story, which was fucking incredible, they could have done that with Kylo and still had that same interaction with Luke. None of this shit where he blew up the Jedi Temple where he's training the younglings and all that shit, you know. So it's like you could have done some and Luke stuff. Luke wouldn't kill his nephew. He would. He that would not have been what he resorted to. And when he was no, no, to- he he would have, but he would have done it reluctantly, right? He could have done it like in the Legends book when Jason Solo fell. Luke didn't want to believe it. Then he did, and they did have a confrontation, but they it ended up in a draw. It was actually his sister Jaina that went got trained by Bubba Fett and become a Mandalorian that went took his ass out. Because Luke just didn't have it in him, but he knew he had to confront him. Luke in the books didn't want to have confrontations, but there were times in the books that looks like time for Luke Skywalker to do his thing. You know, not that he wanted to, but because it was what was necessary. Because you know, he, he was the only one that could do it. So I mean, so they there's so many opportunities with character that they could have done in different stories. So, I mean, just, you know, like the Knights of Ren. When I first saw the Knights of Ren, I'm like, that looks fucking badass. Who are they? Don't know. They never explain it. They're just a bunch of guys that hung out with Kyle with the just huh. giant huh. swords and shit. It's like, 
Also, they did Captain Phasma. They, they want to like promote. No, no, like, they did her dirty too. It's like, okay, she looks cool. I love her. Okay. I love like, her from Game of Thrones. Story completely. She looked cool. Like, so really, her armor was from the ship or what? I mean, she was awesome. I didn't even know anything about her. They embarrassed her and it was terrible. I, yeah, I just, that was. I yeah. was really it's just stuff like that. There's Again, there's parts of the sequels that, you know, it's like, that's really good. And then there's parts like, uh, no, no, this, just no. Um, and that's why it's people get irritated with me, like with Ahsoka. I, it's hard for me to get on board with these. Um, I loved Ahsoka. Like, oh my god! I didn't say god. it was bad, but like, it's just hard for me to even get in, like invested in them anymore because it's kind of. Well, like I, say, I can I can separate out like from what I think of the sequels to each show, like Andor, phenomenal, so good. I like Book Andor. of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Andor, yeah. But then I'm like, Andor were outstanding. But like the Kenobi is like, okay, there's some parts of Kenobi that I thought were incredible. And then there's parts of Kenobi I'm like, uh, yeah. 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 You, you, no. <laughs> so, same here. <laughs> it's all right. But there's some powerful moments. But Book of Boba Fett, I mean, it's just, it's, it's yeah. So well, the, without the, the, the Mando, been without the Mando episodes, would Book of Boba even been that great? I think maybe the last episode was probably. The I I yeah I don't know what the fuck there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take all the Mando Grogu shit I can get my hands on, but uh, oh, yeah. yep. But yeah, so and then season three of Mando for the most part I really enjoyed, but there's some parts I was like, eh, not bad, but they could have you know there was some filler there that I was like, eh, I know we have to be here, but i felt like the whole season was kind of filler and they had to quickly kind of resolve all the arcs that they had created my guess is so they can continue this or begin this whole ahsoka thrawn arc is what i'm thinking because at the yeah. end at the end they're this sitting there setup. they're sitting there at the end and everything's good they're hanging out at their home or whatever and that makes me think they just had to quickly get all that done. well i thought the dynamic in the story of Bo and also of of Jin was really good and their relationship their chemistry every time they were on screen together i loved it all you know except for the filler stuff but even the filler stuff was fun to watch them work together and stuff um and i thought the retaking of mandalore and that was fantastically done too but there was some filler stuff in there um just it's like okay, like the stuff with the with the Imperial Remnant it was it was needed, but I thought it was too drawn out. Like the, I did care about what was going on with the former Imperials. You know that was kind of important with with Gideon and everything that they're trying to undermine the Republic. That's important part to tell, but they just made it too long. I didn't care that much about it. You know, so there's some things you can hit on the the season three of Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, for me, Andor's just fucking brilliant. And Ahsoka, I thought was fantastic. Really loved it. I really loved that show. I mean, episode five. Holy shit, man. Hayden Christensen and Ahsoka was fucking fire. That, fucking, that lightsaber, that man was a, oh my just God. a beast. Like when he walked in, you lack conviction. I'm like, oh shit. He about to unleash some shit. <laughs> is this what this is about? Back to the beginning. <laughs> yep. like, oh my god! And when he walked out of that smoke, and she oh, saw god. visions god. of him as Vader, those flashes, I was like, "Yo, that's fucking fire, man!" God, it was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean, the episode four and five were just incredible. And and some people don't like the way they don't throw on, but I'm like, you gotta understand who Thrawn is. And I also heard some complaints too about Ahsoka. That's like, well. 
you know, oh. I, they didn't do a good job of explaining everything. Like, well, fuck you, go watch the other stuff. It's like, you know, I had a friend that was watching when Game of Thrones became popular. Now, I'd read the books years ago. So I already knew everything that was going to happen to to a certain extent. But they got to like season three, season four, and they started watching. Like, I didn't understand this stuff. And, the, and he was asking me a question. I'm like, bitch, go back and watch the other material, man. Seriously, quit asking me all these questions. If you want to know <laughs> what happens, go watch the other shit. And if you don't want to, then you're just going to have to figure it out. They yeah, can't like, go, you know, it's not their job to go back yeah. and make you understand this stuff. Like, you know, I haven't watched a lot of Rebels, but I loved how Thrawn was portrayed. Granted, I didn't see much of him. I've seen some parts of him in the cartoon but he was he was portrayed well yeah i menacing perfectly calculated. i can't get over calculated. dad bod elon though i mean he does look like that he yeah was, but and you gotta remember this is what 10 plus years so was already pretty old by the time of this so i i thought it was great it's like yeah thron doesn't have to look like he's 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 been through some shit. sitting on the deck of his prepping Star Destroyer. Like, he's older. He's a little overweight. Fuck it. He's still but you a don't, brilliant yeah, leader. Now, Thrawn in the books Strategist. did some physical stuff, and he was very much that. But Thrawn is this. It's always yeah. been this. It's it also the always same, been this. It's the same actor who voice acted Thrawn in Rebels. So, yeah. yep. You get him how he looks. That's what you get. Just, and I love it. His, his those eyes that look like something you go buy at like the Halloween store. Uh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't you know what you're talking about. That was perfectly no. what it was. Yeah, <laughs> stop with the tinfoil. You know what, Bob? You, you're speaking privileges again. I'm, I'm always the, the minority. I drive you're, chat crazy in my streams as well. We have they nailed his look from the shows and from yeah, the book covers and everything. This, the same people who were mad about Thrawn and how he looked in the show are the same people who were mad about how Grand Inquisitor looked in Kenobi. When... His character in the cartoon show Isn't was literally like he was like an alien. Like his head was taller. Uh, yeah, and they didn't want to do that. I mean, they made it a little bit more realistic. But I was like, that works for me. You know, I think it looked fine. It I, looked fine. It was I just people wanting. It was a different Inquisitor or Grand Inquisitor. Like it was a different. What? Guy. It's the same. It's the it same guy. Oh, okay. No, it's the same person. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna move to the next question comment. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Uh, this is a follow-up comment from Pico Burrito from last week's question. I didn't want to poison the well, but Braveheart is a chick flick. Mel Gibson goes to war because they killed his wife. Everything he does, he does it for you. Braveheart is such an historically inaccurate movie. Great movie. I actually like Braveheart. But it's fucking full of shit. <laughs> oh my god. I never thought of it as a chick flick. I'm like, uh, no, it, uh, for historical accuracy, it's one of the worst movies ever made. But oh, he's, oh, he's done that. Mel Brooks has done yeah. that with all this um, In or, terms sorry, of uh, um, um, not Mel Brooks, a chick um, flick, god Mel damn, Brooks. what an interesting perspective. Mel Gibson. Um, he's not wrong. He's actually not wrong. wrong. <laughs> and then he okay. knocks up the princess at the end. He's not wrong. Yeah, I'll go with it. Uh, I, I like that. that. I, got, I yeah. like that take. That's actually pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Next question is from Bodhi. So, I like having fun setting orders on the TV board or guild chat. What's the funniest or weirdest message you've seen or set? Oh, Cart does this all the time, where he's like, uh, like for the fleet battles, he's like, 
good luck, kid. You're going to need it. Or just may the force be with you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Yeah, I, I got to go. It's stuff like that I've seen. Like, yeah, well, good luck. Have fun. Avant mm -hmm. boring, I so one. I just read whatever Avant or the other officers say, and it's just like, platoon, uh, put counters here or whatever. So it's never anything fun. I don't know. Yeah, Park does that all the time where it's like, you know, it's Loopy Mission. It's like, if you have them, God bless you. <laughs> Look, Avant is not there to run the guild for fun. He wants no. to fish. No, I don't That's put so up why. funny things. Do I don't put up a job. I don't put up funny things because some idiot will mess to. it up and then I'll have to ream someone out and I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, Although, in light side GOTB, I used to put up funny things in the um, General Kenobi and uh, Arc Trooper mission because it was literally impossible and I just was like, good luck. Yeah. You'll never beat this. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 there's, there's just certain missions there you can have a little bit of fun with it if you want to. But if you don't, then that's fine too. There's no wrong yeah. answer. Next question is from Sardokar. Thinking of bringing Baze and Chirrut up to Relic to be final two in Leia team. Logan, what comps have you experimented with and what do you find works best for what situation? Figured Baze and Chirrut won't break up my other teams for GAC. Um, and feel free to chime in, Ranger, because I know you also have Leia. Baze is not a bad choice. Um, just to experiment, I did put Farm Boy Luke to Relic 8. Mm. And I will say, with the right Datacron set, if he gets going, because his, his Zeta is, he, he gains a lot in crit damage. He will start to put on the fucking hits. And if he stays alive, combined with, with Drogon, you are just going to fucking snipe people. Um, Chirrut and Baze with Leia? Eh, I mean, I'd say no to Chirrut. Yeah. Baze, I, yes, but Chirrut, not so much. But, I mean, there's a couple combinations. We're going to see it play out in Fives. But I think if you go double tank, Chirrut and Old Ben has been a combination that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not. I'm I'm sorry, Bays and Old Ben, not True. True is kind of you know, but double tank those two with the combination of what they do and what lay is going on might be your better. If you don't want to use, say, CLS, you know, if you want to take uh, Bays to like Relic Five, put some good mods on them, throw them over there with Old Ben. Yeah, they'll take the damage and let that team get loose. Yeah, but I will say in, in this five e five, I'm definitely going to try the uh, Han Chewy route on defense. Give it a Ugh. shot. Oh my god! <laughs> I know it's going to be fucking disgusting. It's going to be awful. Um, God, lots of comments. Bones asks, "Does the Gidmay team work in five v five? No. The answer is no. No, not in any way. Have you ever tried it? No, they won't not. survive because well, no matter what you bring with it, I mean, so like if you use Gidmay against CLS and threes, you know, yeah, but in fives with Han and Chewie and the rest there, you're just asking to, to, to lose or time out because they won't be able to beat you, but you're not going to be able to take them out either, especially with these Krons. So it's just yeah. non effective, it's a specifically 3v3 thing. Yeah. Uh, Sardokar asks, Calcastus is portrayed 
from an actor from Shameless. If yeah. William H. H. Macy from Shameless had to play an existing role from Star Wars Legends or old canon, who would he play? A death stick dealer. Mm. Not a dealer. He has such a variety of things he could play. Are we, talk, um, like, are we converting the character from Shameless? You know what? I would man. want William H. Macy to play, depending on the starting class and how you dress the character, play as the starting character in uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2. I mean, I could see him playing like somebody of high importance, a senator or somebody political in either side, you know, um, in that sense. He's just such a good character actor. Not so much evil, but I mean, the roles he's played, he brings a little bit of light energy or seriousness to a role. And I think something along those lines uh, would be fantastic. Uh, I think he'd be like a. He could play like a drunk Jedi, just a complete degenerate, and it'd be great. Sure. (laughs) Dude, like a drunk Jedi. That'd be cool. I never even thought about that. Uh, I would say like a magistrate or something, but drunk. Yeah. Drunk Jedi sounds good. Like uh, if you if you read the Dooku book, uh, there was like a fallen Jedi. That's right. Who, I forgot about him. Who wasn't like a fallen Jedi, but he was like sent on a mission to this planet and just like didn't follow any of the Jedi ways anymore. Yeah, like he could be somebody's only hope, and like they want him to get straight and get his lightsaber, but he has to go buy it back because he pawned it for booze. Now that sounds more like, uh, oh fuck, God, what's the guy's name? The guy who was in White Men Can't Jump. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, that, that sounds like a Woody Harrelson role. I mean, have you watched Shameless? No, I've not. Oh, oh my God, well, that's William H. Macy and Shameless. Like he Watch would be that funny. asshole. That asshole that pawned his lightsaber. Dude, he, he's yeah. the dad, but he's a drunk, and he's he's pretty he's much homeless. He's a piece of crap, kind of. You know, he's he's never there. He's always, like, borrowing money from his kids and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, the kids take care of everything, yeah. Yeah. Because his wife died. There's a whole thing to it. It's so, a great yeah. show, though. It's definitely yeah, worth really watching. Uh, next question is from TK. What three items would you bring to a deserted island? Um. Well, first off would be a cell phone with service. <laughs> um, That's all you need. And I would say that's about it. <laughs> hey, hi, yeah, plane crashed. Um, Can I get some food? Not sure where I'm at, but I'm on this fucking island. Send out search parties. Yeah, you call DoorDash instead of help. Yeah, but if there were no no service, then I would say um, definitely. Um, a cutting tool, something sharp. A sharp knife. Sharp knife. Um, I think make I, it it's in a trade. Sh- a sharp knife, a flint, or like a fire starter, and like a big tarp. Yeah. I would I would bring seeds of all kinds, even the recreational kind, and then um, probably like a loincloth. And, um... A loincloth? Are you that bashful? <laughs> Yeah, y'all. I mean, what are y'all doing, man? You see, you bring any three things. I'm bringing an RV with a satellite and all the amenities. Um, <laughs> plenty of food. Uh, you know. uh, 
So that takes care of most of everything. And then probably a gun. You never know what you're going to run into on there. And then, you know, something, you know, weak supply of alcohol because I'll have everything I need on the RV. Satellite, you know, the whole thing. So I was like, yeah, I'm here. I'll be here. Yeah, come pick me up. And my third thing would be a beach ball with a face on it. Oh. Beach ball. All right. You let me know how you're doing with your beach ball when you're starving to fucking death. <laughs> it's off castaway. Come on. Reference. Yeah. No, that, that wasn't a beach ball. That it was, was a volleyball. It was a volleyball. I watched it one time a long time ago. It was a ball. What was the name of the ball? Wilson. Yeah. What was his doctor's name? Uh, Jerry. Dr. James Spaulding. Why would I know that? Why do you know that? The ball's I... doctor or the... Tom Hanks is no there. his doctor. He's talking to Wilson. You go. You want to know something funny? My dentist's name is Doctor James Spaulding. Huh. Yeah, it's been a long time. All right. Never mind. Next question. <laughs> Bodie asks, "Did any of you make Zepho, or how close are you now that there are no, more Jedi cows?" Not, not yeah. quite ready yet. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo asks, "How are you modding Drogon and R two under Leia?" God. Drogon's damage. You want that special damage yeah. off the chain. Yeah, Drogon is all Drogon is all offense and R2 was uh potency with good with good offensive secondaries. Yeah, you can do that. Good offensive sectors or primaries, you can go health set or you can go yep. like offense set, whichever one works for you. So the stats, but you want that potency. You want those fire. Yeah. You want that burning, burning, baby. Yep. That and every time R2 assists, you want to stun. Uh, next question is from Heiner. They ask, is Drogon useful on pre-GL Leia? I'm still farming Leia Rex, but I have Drogon's Datacron. What Should was I the question? Is, is what useful? So they don't have Leia, and they want to know if Drogon is useful. Yes. Um, they're still farming layer requirements, but they have Drogon's Datacron. Should they prioritize Relic Seven, putting Relic him to Relic Seven over the other requirements? I think if you have the Drogon Cron, your options are out there. If you don't, and you have Saul Guerrero's Cron, he could do really well with Rebel Fighters. Um, there's a lot of there's probably a lot of different things you can do with Drogon. I mean, don't. Do don't not use him just because you don't have Leia. Like he's still gonna hit hard. Keen stratagem is still a really good ability. So yeah, yeah. there's lots of different things you can use him with. You can use him with a Mon Mothma team for. I a was good gonna team. say, yeah, yeah. Mon Mothma, or if you have uh, Saul Guerrero up and running, you could put him in that squad. Uh, I didn't know. Anything else on, on that? No. Nope. Uh, let's see. Crafting Way says, with Halloween over, next holiday we're looking at is Thanksgiving. What are some staple dishes and desserts you like to make? Cornbread stuffing and pumpkin pie. Those are staples in my house. Uh, I am really good at making uh, mashed potatoes out of salt potatoes um, with cut up bacon and chives in the mashed potatoes. So, yeah. Mashed Mash, mashed potatoes is my thing. Tur oh, turkey. Is the and the Steelers have beaten the Tennessee Titans. I don't know how the fuck we are five and three, but we are. Great. No explanation. 
I'm making I'm making macaroni and cheese. That's what I'm making. Mac and cheese on Thanksgiving, huh? I've heard I've heard people have been doing that. Yeah. I, it's a starch fest. Yeah, you know, between mashed potatoes and stuffing, I and of course dinner rolls. Yeah. Ooh, nice warm buttery rolls. Yeah. All right, so, uh, so making me hungry. Look at all that gravy and juices. Mm-hmm. Bones, what about you? Uh, turkey. Uh, just the same shit. I'm just being stupid. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Stuffing, uh, ooey gooey cake, um, of course, pies. Um, we just do the traditional stuff. Nothing like out of, out of the ordinary. Stuffing, mashed potatoes, rolls, ham, turkey. So, Crafting Way answered his own question and said, we brine a turkey every year using Alton Brown's recipe. Terry Crews mac and cheese. Green bean casserole, deviled eggs, Hawaiian rolls, and a different cheesecake. So that all sounds yep. pretty good. No, you get me hungry. So let's get the hell off here so I can eat. Last yeah. last question. Last question. There we go. What was your least favorite non-GL squad to face this last 3v3? None of them. Um, Sear and Malikos. Yeah. I don't really have in 3v3 any team. It was mainly the powerhouse teams that got me. It was really not the off ones. I, I had everything for, you know, usually if you had the counter, you'd go in there and go kick its ass. But yeah, this one was more about those datacrons and those main teams that gave us all fits. You know, I didn't really run into any like, you know, we're not Ram, you know, who doesn't know what Tuscans do or get his ass kicked by bounty hunters, you know, so. <laughs> I am. That's exactly how I play. I, I've gotten to Tuscans the other day and I, Text of Vaughn, I was like, why the hell were they stunning me every time I attacked them? Oh, my dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I learned my, my, my least favorite 3v3 teams were um, Rex, Fives, Captain Rex. And this, this round, I failed against Reva, uh, Ninth Sister, Grand Inquisitor, or not Ninth Sister, um, Seventh Sister and Grand Inquisitor, they fucked my Treya up a couple times. Like, yeah. went went straight after Treya and killed her, and then it went sideways. So that squad gave me some headaches a couple couple rounds. But yeah, old man, you got one to add? Mm, no, sorry, I've been slightly distracted. I thought the Steeler game was over, but it's not. Somehow they got a first down and are still driving. Uh, well, let's go ahead and wrap this one up so you can finish the game. Then. Let's do it. All right. Um, everybody, thank you for coming on and hanging out with us for tonight. I personally want to thank Ranger. Um, he's been on the show several times. Um, thank you very much for taking your personal time to hang out with this Ranger. Um, always, greatly man. appreciate it. Um, yeah, you are time, always man. welcome here. With the scoundrels, that's all I've got. Everyone else, say their goodbyes, and that'll be it. Uh, yeah, thank you all once again for coming by. Uh, everyone who followed and subbed tonight, uh, it's always we always really appreciate it. Uh, before you go, hit the fucking button. We've been yep, trying to tell you, hit, hit the, the fucking button, damn it. Like, subscribe, all that shit. Also, do, it. Um, do it up. Before we let uh, Ranger say his goodbyes, come check me out in Bones88. I have that new account. I want to show it off. I'll probably be streaming tomorrow. Um, getting... Gak defense is prepped and all that, even though I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, but it'll be fun. So, uh, Ranger, you want to do your, uh, you know, tell them where you where to find you and all that stuff, man. 
Yeah, find, find me streaming Monday through Thursdays and Fridays on Reality Skewed Gamers, the channel. Been doing it for a long time. That's uh, off. And then um, Saturdays on the YouTube channel. We have one on Twitch on YouTube. I do Jedi Academy. We also have the other channel, Reality Skewed Gamer Variety Gaming, where you can check out some of the other games we're playing, mainly... The RC channels, Swago, Star Wars games, that kind of stuff. Um, and then on the YouTube channel, it's the same thing. It's just mainly Swago and Star Wars related. Do lore videos uh, on on there that uploaded the YouTube. So you can check out all that stuff. And yeah, that's what's where you can check out me Monday through Thursday. I do the lunch stream in the afternoons. And then Wednesday, we do the big stream. We cover the latest news and stuff on the main channel. And then Fridays is... Uh, well, it's the Heinz Priest stream with me and Ram. We, we rotate weeks. And one week we're on his, and then the next week we're on mine. So this week it's on mine. Um, and then we go right into Heinz and his antics. So there you go. Yeah, and, and uh, definitely Saturday, you know, late morning, uh, Jedi Academy Ranger has other content creators on. Um, I've I've been on there um, chewing the fat, talking to Swiggo. It's a good yeah. time. So definitely check out his stuff. And once again, Absolutely. man, we really appreciate you, brother. I know it's a long stream and it goes on for a while, so we yeah. really appreciate no. your time, man. No, we appreciate well, it. Anytime, man. That's what we but do. But Eddie, you don't you don't have to do any shoeies on this show <laughs> yet. We won't, we won't make you. <laughs> Fans will find hey, a way. For those man. of you in the chat, don't even fucking think about it. You leave the man alone. Nah, go to him. Right. Leave the man alone. He does enough of those on his own shit. He's My not God. doing yeah. it. <laughs> 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 